ladies, now let's get in formation. Give me a P, give me a E, give me a T, T, Y. I'm petty all the time. Give me a P, give me a E, give me a T, T, Y. I'm petty all the time. Hey everyone, welcome to episode 38 with Petty Party. I have missed my girl. Man, we missed you too. We miss. I really missed y'all. It's your girl, Just Nick. Hey y'all, it's your girl, Champagne Chris. Hey y'all, it's Agabor. Hey y'all, it's your girl, Shelly Shell, Egypt the Nasty. Hey everybody, it's your girl, Amakalet. What's good? And like, wait, I s- no, coming out the set? Not yeah. today, y'all. Oh dang, I feel that. <laughs> I feel so out of place. Like, everyone walked in with these braids in their hair, and I'm just like, braid gang, gang, gang. And I'm in here with this straight middle part. Vacation ready. Yeah. It's good to be different, though. It's good to stand out. So how was y'all's week? How was y'all's weekend since we're... This is a Monday. Very blah. My weekend was kind of lit. My Sunday was, like, whatever, but, you know. My weekend was kind of lit. Why was your weekend lit? We'll get into that later. Oh, yeah. so we got stories. We got stories, stories. <laughs> well, no, it's been a good week though. Nice. Good, it, it was a decent enough. Monday. Oh, Joy, you, you finished school, huh? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Done with school. Shout out to Joy. My birthday is right around the corner, and I don't know if y'all read my paragraph, but I was like, I already feel twenty-seven, and I like it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> birthday yeah. ain't even got here yet. What it's an energy. So, <laughs> we're gonna go ahead and jump into the mind of the other and this one is called um i'm sexually frustrated with my lack of orgasms mm. Damn. so i guess it's gonna be that kind of podcast <laughs> <laughs> so it starts out with hi i have been seeing my significant other for over two years i am deeply in love with him but i am frustrated that he hasn't given me an orgasm through penetration like ever I've had him through oral sex, but I'm frustrated with myself and the situation on why it hasn't happened yet with the penetration. I feel like at this point it's never going to happen. And that makes me really sad because he's a really good lover in bed. I've come so close to orgasming a good number of times. And when it's about to happen, it just fades away. I'm usually in a moment. So it's not like my mind is wandering too much. My partner is on the smaller side. I thought the size of one's package was a myth when it comes to orgasming. A while ago, I had a partner who was larger, and I would orgasm on an ad- average of two times there in sex. Damn. Okay, girl. Wow. Should I introduce toys or vibrators? I feel like I want to bring it up to him, but not in a way that will make him feel bad. I also think I should explore myself more because then I will know what I like. Any suggestions at all would be helpful, like how to bring up this conversation. He makes me really happy in our relationship, and, his, and he has orgasms all the time when we have sex, but it's rare that I have any. Thank you for listening to my rant. She answered her own questions. No, yeah, mm-hmm. she really did. I feel bad for her though. Yeah, yeah. she. I, uh, yeah, so I feel introduce because like, the thing is, why uh, I guess that would be a topic like having to ask him. But at the end of the day, it's for you. So I mean, you asking. I don't think you. I'm not gonna say don't ask, but it's just kind of just like. I mean, I feel like it. like what she said. She said she needs to explore what she likes, like introduce yeah. toys, like try to come at it on an angle, like okay, let's do something different, different. You know what I mean? But the angle really is for you to get what you need and come about it that way, so it's not offended to him, offensive to him. I Cause guess. She, I mean, she said he's a really good lover. So. But I'm yeah. like, two years he ain't ever asked. Are you, have you coming? Like, that's never been a conversation. So you've been lying for two years. Like, it's not that she's lying. I think that she has to think about what made her have that orgasm with her ex. And I think that she needs to stop thinking about her ex. Because I feel like sometimes people can get so caught up on like 
their past and like their past experiences having sex and like the, the great sex that they had that they're not yeah. able to enjoy like the moment yeah, that they're having true. right then and there you know what that i'm saying so like her boyfriend currently may not be like have the biggest size but there's things that you can do to teach him and coach him in a way that would make you get to that point you know what i'm saying no, I, feel, I feel like she's had ample amount of time to do that. I feel like at this point, he just does not lay it down. But she hasn't done it. She I mean, hasn't. She hasn't tried to correct it. The thing is, you can tell. The thing is, a guy from the beginning will be like, "Oh, I'm the best p u s s y eater." You know what I'm saying? And then they get to it, and they're like, "I'm sorry, you know, I don't, I don't like that word." P u s s y. Everything else. Yeah. Anyway, okay. That's why niggas should not talk about their sex game. Yeah, because no. Sometimes guys come and they don't come with it. True. I think the best way I can explain it in a way that's not like. Is it a metaphor, basically? It's kind of like, for instance, like steak, right? A lot of times when people eat steak, they like it well done because they're used to eating well-done steaks. And if you eat a well-done steak, if you eat a medium well steak, you're always going to think like you're eating blood because in your head, you're trying to imagine what a well-done steak tastes like to you. So when you eat a medium well steak, you really have to like take what you expected to think out of your mind and tell yourself that this is going to be a new experience and it's going to taste different. Don't compare it to what you're used to. And you need to fall in love with how medium well steak tastes. And you realize that once you eat medium well steak, not only will it be hard for you to eat well done steak, but like it's just a different experience. And I think it's the same thing with sex. Like I feel yeah. like once you take out the expectations, like you need to really enjoy your partner. And I know you said like your mind's not wandering and you're really in it, but I think you're forced, you're, focusing too hard on trying to have an orgasm and you're not focusing hard enough on enjoying Enjoy the, moment. the moment and be honest with your partner like mm -hmm. you like it's been two years he thinks he's doing two what you're like exactly mm -hmm. you know what two I mean? years too so. long so like if you're honest with yourself first off take out all the expectations of what you want out of the sex and really focus on just enjoying it and if you mm -hmm. find that you're not enjoying it then let your partner know if you found like you're close and it's not happening let your partner know so that y'all can work together on trying to make us a, a, a have an experience that's pleasurable to both of y'all because the fact that he's orgasming and you're not, I mean, sis, that's an issue. That's like, I mean, I don't know. She is. She's not from penetration, though. She says she is orgasming. Yeah. She's not from penetration. Okay, that's like somebody saying, I mean, I'm getting full, but bitch, you're getting full off juice, okay? Mm -hmm. Like, <laughs> you need to get full off food. But I feel like, I feel like, um, Egypt's example with the steak is like the perfect example because the thing is, like, growing up, all you remember, it, like, well, at least for my family, was always well done meat. But then when you start going to steakhouses, you kind of get that look like, oh, why are you ordering a well-done steak? You know what I'm saying? So finally, like, I had just had to take my expectations out the like out of my head, and I did a medium steak. And since then, I can't go back to a well-done steak. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah, it tastes burnt, but you used to like it. You <laughs> used to like it. Exactly. I don't know, y'all. No, like, when I, it comes to I, sex, I, I like what I like, and I can't ever yeah. settle for nothing. But the thing I, feel like two I feel like two years is a long time. Like, too long to sis, be sis putting up with no in the first six months that she wasn't coming from but penetration. But sex is everything. I mean, sex isn't everything, but, but clearly it, if it, she got to the point to where she had to ask, like, it's clearly bothering her. Like, at some point. Two years now later is bothering you. Yeah, so your would y'all would y'all leave someone if they weren't sexually satisfying you, even though they checked off every other box? No, mm -hmm. I would no. That's stupid. Because yeah. my thing is, you gonna stay with a nigga because he got big dick and good sex, but that nigga's a heart a heart attack and a headache. I'm not gonna do that. This is how I feel. Sex is workable. Because at the end of the day, you could be with a nigga with a big dick, and in ten years his dick don't work. Y'all can get a divorce. Yeah, because shit like that happens. Erectile dysfunction happens. A lot of stuff happens like that woman in that moto from a long time ago who was with a guy who had testicular cancer and had his 
his uh, testicles removed. You know what I mean? So sex sometimes should never be a deal breaker, especially for something as simple as you've never had an orgasm. You, you've also never communicated that to your partner. Exactly. So what that means is that he's, and not to be X-rated, but it sounds like your nigga has never met his spot and you've never encouraged him to try. Exactly. So, mm-hmm. I don't know, man, because it's just like... There's so Me many personally, ways. if you are coming every single time and I'm not coming for penetration and you keep trying to have sex with me, at some point I'm going to like get annoyed with you. Like, yeah. But I, I feel like me personally, I would bring that up in conversation. Like I, at some point I would have to discuss like, hey, like this is the issue for me. But I wouldn't have waited <laughs> two years. I wouldn't even say it's an issue. Like I would try new things. Like, yeah, I'll be like, hey, OK, like, can we do like this different? You know what I'm saying? Let's yeah. try this position. Because like there's just certain positions that work better for women exactly. other than they do for men. Mm-hmm. So like if you try those things out and then it's not working, OK, and, like now let's sit down and have this like this grown up conversation. But you should be testing things out with your significant other. You know what I'm saying? Did she say size was an issue or just no. She said size was an issue. So he's, oh. well, she said that he's not as big as her ex. So I said, like, and she didn't think size mm-hmm. mattered until, you know, she figured, oh, I'm not. I think he's small. <laughs> that's yeah. what it is. That's what I mean, I got she from said that. that. She said he's not yeah, that big, not but she said she, did, she never thought size really mattered. So, I, I guess I mean, size they, ma- they matters they to they her. Just, I mean, she has very good points. She needs to explore herself. They need to introduce yeah. toys. Like, mm. do whatever it takes. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I feel like explore every option. And if you feel like if you can go another two years not coming off penetration, then truth and maybe you can move around. And maybe you just fell in love with positions that size mattered in. So maybe mm. you're so used to oh, do to the yeah. position and like. He don't got he can't he, he can't reach that from where he at. So maybe y'all, that's not his maximum. Maybe y'all need to try a different position where size don't matter. Exactly. You know what I mean? Girl. Girl. back. And what if that's just one damn position? So every time we this have sex, we gonna look, be doing the same from the back. From the back, size don't matter. It's not that you have to do the same thing, but it's like Girl, you can end that way. That yeah. way you can come. You know what I'm saying? Like or or maybe you know he could, sideways. You know, try different stuff. But <laughs> start by telling that nigga, and nigga be like, did you? Was it good for you? No. no. Yeah, be honest. Yeah. No, if don't be like, yeah, because no. then he's going to be like, that That thing he did that he thought made you come, he's going to do it every time. Oh, yeah. Every time. Did you come? No. No. No, mm-hmm. sir. Actually, no. I did not. But actually, I, I haven't like came guy... in two years, <laughs> and I'm on my way to leave while we... <laughs> but I feel like a guy Shape should... Shape up. I feel like a guy should really recognize, like, if you're not having an orgasm. Yeah. Like, you, a lot of guys are your You can't fake. No, uh, no, a lot of guys are selfish when it comes it, to that, though. Be doing that. Because a guy will, like, nut in, like, let's say, like, 20 minutes, and then, like, that's, sex is over. You know what, <laughs> what I'm saying? So a lot of <laughs> niggas are selfish when it comes to that stuff. So it's like... Not mm. always. Yeah. I, I said a lot. I didn't a say lot. always. Damn we shit. already know who getting it in. Thank you. So, like, I didn't say yo, nigga. Yeah, like, girl. I don't have no nigga. desert. Look. But, yeah, I'm just saying, look, guys tend to be very selfish when it comes to that, so... Oh, yeah, for sure. Okay, that's what I'm saying. Hey, in 2019, Whatever stop lying about orgasming. Yeah. If you ain't coming. Li- have y'all lied before? Or have y'all faked it? I've never in my life. No. <laughs> I have. I'm not going to lie. Damn. <laughs> but I've also been very brutal, though. I think it's just sometimes you're just not in the mood to break somebody's heart. But I have been Damn. very brutal. I've been like, no. You know what I mean? <laughs> you said break somebody's heart. That's real, though. But niggas would be real quick to be like, what was that? <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> I don't know. I feel like niggas have no problem being like, yeah, I fucked this bitch and she wasn't good. Her pussy was dry. And all yeah. this other stuff. You like, always hear niggas talking shit. But we be hella reserved. You know what I mean? But then if you tell a guy just, that, they'd be like, oh, then, then you a hoe. You been, you you had too many. You had, like, you yeah. know, you've had too much experience. I'm tired of niggas being like, yeah, her pussy was loose. This, yeah. this girl's pussy was dry. It's like, no, correction. You could not get the, her wet. Your dick exactly. was small. Like, everything is objective. Like, if you. 
fuck a girl whose vagina is a muscle, by the way. Vaginas contract and they expand. If you're fucking a girl and her pussy is too small for you, her pussy is too big for you, it's because your dick is small. It's because a dick has been inside it that was bigger than yours. That so met once, her expectations. That so when you start thinking about it like that, maybe y'all start uh, fucking slamming and slandering girls out here. That ain't my portion, though. I'm just saying. Hmm. Hmm. Wow. Still can't relate. Moving on. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, so we're gonna jump into mine. Or I'm I'm tripping. Pretty Chronicle. <laughs> my bad. Um, let me get my evidence ready. So, <laughs> <laughs> listen. Uh, I feel like this Chronicle gonna be extra petty today. Okay. So, me and Michelle we were going out uh, Saturday night or whatever, and so I hit up my homeboy and I was like, "Hey, uh, we're gonna go out or whatever." He's like, "Oh, he's like, come through, like pull up in Dallas, like y'all can come with us or come like chill with us for a little bit." I said, "Okay, we're just gonna come stop by." you know smoke hookah and we're gonna leave and go to the club or whatever so we get there bad sign number one when we pulled up it's raining it starts raining out of, out nowhere. of nowhere and Literally i'm just like a 15 second shower yeah and i'm just like if it was raining out of my house i wouldn't have went out you know what i mean yeah. so i was like this seems fishy so we get there we go upstairs like we're low-key vibing but i'm like i don't know just something just felt different like they offered we smoke a hookah they offered us a shot we taking shots or whatever Mind you, they offered us shots. Like, they're like, hey, let's take a shot. So everyone and took a shot. You, even when I was just like, nah, they was like, nah, you weak. Take a yeah. shot, take a shot. Low-key like, going in on Michelle, like, no, you need to take a shot. So Michelle's like, okay, cool, they take a shot. Then they we took another a second shot or whatever. So then I don't know what happened. I think everyone just started chilling or whatever. And I was just like, I'm trying to get, like, drunk. I ain't been out in a minute, you know what I mean? So I pick up the bottle, I put myself a shot or whatever. <laughs> I think I probably did that, like, two or three more times. I don't remember. It doesn't matter. It, thank you <laughs> that's what doesn't it's matter for. so then even like uh, me and Michelle were about to leave I was like hey you want to take a shower we ended up taking a shower or whatever so then I don't know just something felt off like you know like the vibe in the room no. okay, okay. let me tell you what, no. no so I, basically me, I was like we need to call an Uber or whatever and they were like okay like who y'all who y'all going with and I was like oh my friend has a section and then I was too busy like trying to get a hookah snap so like I kind of like phased out of the conversation as soon as Joy said section when I tell you energy shift like there was a whole ass to the point where I'm looking at Joy like I was I wasn't paying attention. I'm trying to make eye contact like, girl, you you, you ain't know this is shit? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Niggas was acting real like, whose section is? I'm just like, who, who, why does it matter whose section it is? It could be your daddy's section for all you care, but d- d- is that going to change? I always say less. He was like, whose section? My friend. And yeah. we, I moved on and I I, I wasn't going to go into detail about whose yeah, section I was going yeah. into and the fact that you even asked. And then they're on some like, we're not going out tonight energy and then didn't they act, yeah. they act like they wanted to go out yeah. and get a section and they, I'm just they was like, like hey you, you trying to get a section oh yeah let's get let's call this person mind so you like, it's like 12 30 okay what <laughs> section happening. are you about to get you know what I mean no sections getting bought so whatever <laughs> so we ended up leaving whatever when we got in the car Michelle was like you know did you feel like the energy shifted when I brought up like uh when they we brought up the section I was like I don't know I wasn't paying attention but we go out or whatever the night's over the next day he gets on the phone he's like yeah last night was cool he was like but you don't think it like was a little weird that like you and your friend came like drank kind of like turned up a little bit and just left no and i was like mm. i was like but you i said you always knew my intention was to come and leave. like you knew i was going to the club i was like so what do you mean he's like i mean at one point you just started pouring up shots like you weren't even asking you were just pouring like you finished old boys Mind you, you, they asking? brought the bottle of hennessy yes yes to yes. us thank you he was like you weren't even asking you were just pouring up shots he's like you dang near finished old boys bottle you're tripping over a bottle so of do hennessy? you want the money for the fucking bottle and not absolutely not. Thank like, you. So then, so then I was just like, okay. I was like, you know, like you low key just ruined my vibe. Like I just called you this morning just to say, hey, like tell you last night was cool. I was like, and then now you're complaining. He was like, you know, I'm just saying it's big. I was like, I'll, I'll say, I'll, pay, I'll buy him a new bottle then. I was like, you know, I'll buy him a new bottle. Is that big deal? It's not about the bottle. It's just the fact that you know, like y'all just came and y'all left. It is about the bottle. So then I was like, you know what? I got so mad, I hung up on him. 
And I turned so around and I quick paid him. I turned around and I quick paid him fifty dollars. I quick pay, because no. you on my line complaining no. that no, I no, I, I finished that. the bottle. I feel like it's not. It's actually you have to do boss. I'm not doing that. No, yeah, I pulled the boss move because I was like, I was like, I'm about to quick pay you, and he was like, No, don't do it. It's not about the money. He's like, Don't do it. I quick paid him fifty dollars. Literally two minutes later, he quick paid me. He quick paid me back. So then he texted me. It has nothing to do. It has nothing to do with the liquor or the money. This is the point you're missing. It's the principle. You were coming to hang slash chill, not stop by drink and go to a section. <laughs> so I said, K. I I said, so this is not even about the fucking bottle. It's about the fact that we left to go be in somebody else's section. You know what I mean? You came, turned up to drink and go to a section. That's really what you're Did mad about. Did you already so then, tell me yeah, that you down. weren't going out tonight? You don't decide my place and for the I night, And I already period. told you I was going out tonight. So I'm confused how you have an issue with me first coming. Like, you should be even be happy that I even came and saw you. You should be happy that I even came here, my nigga. Facts. Period. Because like, we, we had other pregame options. Oh, we you did. Know I mean? Then we turned down. Because the thing is, we we had another. The crazy part is the juxtaposition of it all is crazy. Because early that day, we had just hung out with some other people who legit same situation. And when I tell you the way it was the like, vibes are cool the hookah is yours. The Henny's is yours. That's how it's supposed to be. Everything is yours. And they was even like, come back and pregame. And we were just like, no, nah, you know what? Out of respect, let's go, you know, stop by and see these people. All that stuff. And the fact that like we turned down actual pregame plays to come pre to come chill with y'all and spend time. Like, and it's, y'all 20, about a bottle? it's 2019. And it, this is what kills me is like, First off, y'all had the nerve to be talking about, oh, let's buy a section, let's buy a section, and y'all tripping over a bottle of Hennessy at your house. <laughs> Thank you. Like, yeah. And so I told him, I told him that I was like, you know, I was like, this is, just, I said, you low key just killed my vibe. I was like, and even when I tell my friend what you just said to me, I said she's gonna feel the same way. I said the fact that like, I said I've never been to a dude's house before, turned up, and they've offered me shots, and then I've had to then ask going forward to pour and myself to a, a shot. shot. You know like, what I mean? This is your company. You are like, let Thank them you. do with whatever. Even if we yeah. was in a section, like my nigga, like not my nigga, my friend, like he's a guy for he even told me like look if i get a bottle the bottle is for the women like that's straight up exactly. like you know what i'm saying like even if i'm having company like have at it like you're my guest this is for you to have fun like i didn't come for you just to sit around so why would you even have to ask moving forward like hey, is it cool if i have a shot hey, is it cool if i have a shot mm-hmm. like what get out of here and, and then the crazy part is they was pouring a shot and the, if they hadn't made such a huge scene because at first i wasn't even really trying to drink i took one shot and i was like mm, i'm good i'm good and they was like man you weak i ain't never known you to be like this like they was forcing uh, us to take read? these shots uh-uh. you know what i mean uh-uh. so like all of a sudden now when we meet the energy that y'all was trying to have us on all of a sudden now it's Thank why you. you drank all our liquor and leave you knew we in fact and the crazy part is it's not like we were there for 15 minutes we we didn't even get to the club and up to like after one yeah, it, I was I was so annoyed because he was like, it was That's really so just you. You just kept pouring up shots. And oh I was just like, my mm, gosh! Yeah. Don't ever count how many Yikes. shots I'm taking. He was like, ever, you were pouring your own ever, shots. Like you weren't, you weren't even asking. My shots, bro. Like, he was like, you don't feel like that was weird. Like you don't feel like that was out of line. I was no. like, no, actually, I don't. The thing is, y'all know Joy don't even drink like that. I could, it's not like she poured us up yeah. three, four glasses. At most, it was probably three or four shots. He acted like you had a whole party in there. You was pouring up everybody's shots. So I guess like no, you know what? This is actually worse than petty. Like. He was they were petty. weak. He was petty. No, that, yeah, that was weak as fuck. That is weak because I feel like That's it's so kind of like you kind of. It felt like you kind of penny pinching because it's like no, we're just no, trying to no, save no, this no, bottle. They're not like penny pinching. No, it's not just penny mad pinching. That y'all came, turned exactly. up, and then y'all had another play to go to. Penny exactly. pinching on the bottle because it's like penny pinching. What are you trying to save this bottle for? He found a reason. It has nothing to do with the bottle. It has nothing to do with the bottle. And just like address the situation. It's a simple fact that Jory said she had a section. He mad because she turned up with other niggas and it low key. It low key. And it didn't involve. 
involve it, it involve, involve him. him. And it lucky yeah. makes sense because you already know I'm about to go to another nigga section and you not yeah. there, so you can't watch me and see what I'm doing. But you, you know what? <laughs> it makes sense because when I did get in the section, I recorded like the club, not even the section, just the club. Them two was the first ones to watch it, <laughs> and I was just like, damn, y'all that bored? Like I know y'all at the house, but damn. But I'm just like, it clicks in my head now. Like y'all really was trying to see who section I'm in, and I'm just yeah. like, and that's what I got mad for. And I was like, you know, like we need to have a conversation because this telling me you're upset about the fact that like. I came and I drank your liquor and I left. No, let's make it a fact about the fact that I was in somebody else's section. But I, I'm not gonna lie. Be I realistic. don't feel like no co- conversation because yeah, yeah. you're done. You're done. Like you know what oh. I mean. Like yeah, I'm oh, not yeah, doing yeah, that. Yeah, no, yeah. like no. Even then, can't. I don't even feel like you owe him that. But whatever. I feel no. I love you. Feel that you don't owe nothing. You don't. You know Because it's like That's if you right. if you no, gonna trip on me on some little shit like that, then. Goodbye. He was so mad. He was like, "You disrespected me by sending me this money." No, you disrespected yourself by bringing it up. So he said that. You know. That was kind of. I no. told you I wouldn't have done that. No, like, no, no. But the thing I would have. I, no. I feel if like it's on some boss up shit. Like if yeah. you want the money for the bottle, here you go. I, I get the whole boss because, up shit. Like, I just wouldn't have done You're not gonna be pressing it. me over no damn bottle. I, I, but he said is, to me, it's only you, pressing if you allow it no. to be pressing. No, he said like, you I damn near finished the whole bottle, and I was like, okay, if I damn near finished the whole bottle, then I said, then I'll just replace his bottle. Then I said, tell him I apologize and I'll replace the bottle. Like you telling me I damn near finished the bottle, so then let me replace it. Then if that's truly the issue, then let me replace it. But you know how niggas are. Like, nigg- like the thing is, okay, like, if you wanted to, like, ooh, like put a knife in their stomach. <laughs> oh, like, yeah, that hurt his ego. Then you yeah. sent that, that quick pay. You know what I'm saying? But, I said but that it's like, as soon as I hung up. That's how I am, though. But it's one of those things like where that. you just felt like you had to, like, disrespect him in that way. It's like, it's not, like, to a, let buying you know, a bottle like, ain't, that shit ain't shit to shit. me. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I got a bottle, a bottle of Hennessy in, in the refrigerator right girl, now. Girl, you know I got a bottle. You know what I'm saying? We do this shit, like, to record. First of all, it was Hennessy. Like, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, it was no, even it was even V it wasn't V S O P. It he wasn't black. Know. It wasn't Maker's Mark. Well, it mean, wasn't none of those. Loki, we, we don't know what it don't Maker's Mark. Girl, come yeah, <laughs> no, I, no, I, I don't know. No, know Maker's Mark. Yeah. No, they have a Maker's they have a Hennessy Maker's Mark. Okay. That's like a hundred and like twenty, thirty dollars a bottle. So it's like it wasn't Hennessy White. Like honestly, I feel that. But even in my head, I'm like, first off, it's certain people who like if I fuck with you some kind of way, what's yours is just mine. And you should yeah. never come to me behind mm-hmm. finishing anything. In fact, if a nigga come to you about some shit, they got an issue with you before you got an issue yeah. with me. Yeah. And the fact that you take an issue with me behind what another nigga told I, you. I think that's what made me so mad. That's why we got issues. Because he was like, we felt away. And I'm like, no, I think your friend felt away. Like, let's let's get it let's get it situated. And he was like, I mean, it's not a big deal. Like, just it, calm down. He's like, I'm just trying to let you know the up. principle. And I'm like, no. I said, you, this can't be a thing where you tell me and I just chill. Because you making it seem like I came, you drink out of the was You asked me to come there. Mm-hmm. I didn't ask. I didn't ask you said hey pull up mm-hmm. I pulled up mm-hmm. <laughs> I didn't have to pull up I could've went somewhere child. else that's a lot no, I feel like he was petty okay. he was super petty you know what you, you know try what? to tell me about the principal no I think this is the first time You're we've ever had man. a petty chronicle where the other person is petty yeah. Not like, that's right. ridiculous that's, that's worse than petty I ain't I ain't never dealt with that. <laughs> yeah, girl, you don't want to. Like, when I tell you, when I, tell you I, like, I was flabbergasted. Like, I literally hung up. I was so flabbergasted. I would have literally been on, I would have been on my phone like, excuse me? The thing that's I was. Like, I feel you for, for, for sending that cash because just like, I don't even know what you're dripping about, but if it's the money, you know that no, Mr. Nigga. Crab meme is like, <laughs> I everything's that. just going in this yeah. circle like Nick Young like question marks no I was literally questioning my head like scratching my head like cause even when George told me like I'm sitting here just like did we, I, I was like did we drink that much but I was like I know we didn't cause we showed up and we wasn't drunk so I'm like we didn't drink enough to get drunk yeah. <sighs> anyways pettiness yeah that was super petty but you know 
Oh okay, so speaking of petty, did y'all see that uh, Adrian Broner video Mm-mm. where he pushed the stripper? No. Yeah, yes, I okay. actually saw that. And- so, okay, so just to give you like a little, um, he was in a strip club mm-hmm. and, you know, he's throwing money or whatever. And the um, stripper is coming. Well, she's like kind of backing up to him about to, you know, give him a dance. And he literally pushes her away. It's not that she falls or anything, but it was mm-hmm. it was a disrespectful push. Yeah. But it's not, she doesn't even acknowledge the push or whatever. And so a lot of people, it was like a big controversy behind it because a lot of people were like, well, you girls do that to guys when they grab y'all in the party. And, you know, and his caption was, because I think he posted it himself. His caption mm-hmm. was, he has a loving family. He has a loving family. Why would I, he why would I let her. somebody dance? Why would I let somebody <laughs> dance on me like that? So, I mean, how do y'all feel? First of all, I've never pushed a guy. I've, at most, I've pulled my arm away. Yeah. I've never pushed a guy when, when he tried to grab on me. So he's a lie trying to say that that's what females do. We no, 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 no. People have said that. People were like in the comments were saying like, oh, oh like oh y'all be pushing guys. Now you you get in a taste of your own medicine like but no, type shit. What girls ever pushed a guy? At most, I they probably like pulled their hands. There's no, at no point should Adrian Bonner, whatever his name is, and then on top of that being a boxer, put his Bonner. hands on nobody. Yeah, like let's be Which honest. What's the strip like, club for? And that's what I'm saying. Like this, the thing is, like girls are gonna throw ass. You know what I'm saying? Like they're throwing ass to get paid. Job. You sit here talk about I'm not getting a dance because I'm a in a loving family. You wouldn't have been there if that's if you care about them that much. Then you wouldn't two, have. Been. It was one of his niggas who recorded it to begin with, and then you put it on Instagram. Like you know what I mean? Like that could have been dead. It. That could have been. It didn't need to be posted. Talk about oh I did that no. for this that and the third. But why were you recording? Dues. No, yeah. So but in his defense, it was. He didn't address it. The stripper herself was the one who was posting it, like, back-to-back on her story, and she kept tagging him, basically saying, like, this, this, that, and the third. Like, yeah, he's so disrespectful and all this other stuff. And so, I mean, I kind of agree to, to a sense, because sometimes, like, you, I feel like that does happen in strip club. Like, mm-hmm. he's probably throwing money on one stripper, and it probably wasn't her. And out of nowhere, since she does want that money, she tries to, like, force a lap dance. Like, if a nigga wants a lap dance, he's more than actually gonna more than likely going to ask for it. He's, like, it's not just a free-for-all. You just don't just get a lap dance. So I feel him on, like... I don't feel him on pushing her off. I feel like that's the only way he was wrong. Like, I feel like he could approach that situation. He could have stepped mm-hmm. back and did something else. His actions show that it's he's very quick mm-hmm. to put his hands on women. I just feel like his history has shown mm-hmm. that. But as far as, like, her trying to force a lap dance, I don't think she was in the right for that either. Well, um, shout out to 21 Savage for kind of explaining how that strip game goes. If you have a wristband, regardless, you're going to get a tip. You know what I'm saying? So I don't think that... She was trying to like take over that 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 tip or whatever the case may be. You know what I'm saying? She was already in the section, so regardless, she could dance however she wanted to dance. So I just feel like him like going out of his way to push her and like it was a it was a hard ass push. Like she push. like she almost fell over. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like she could have really like fallen over and like hurt herself. Yeah, exactly. In heels, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like that's a lot. <laughs> that's key. a lot. If someone pushed you in heels. I don't know if I catch my balance. I think uh, I remember Especially bent over it. Like, <laughs> and their calves must be listening. I know somebody had commented and was like, damn, she played that off good. And someone was like, no, she didn't. And that's what makes it even funnier. <laughs> 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 I was like, damn, low key. Yeah. Low key. No, I don't. I feel like he tried to record that. Well, who he did? No, I feel like it was did. just for like, just so he could put that caption. Oh, I'm a loving wife. Because he just, wasn't he like in he, some kind of scandal saying that he was cheating? Like, he's a always couple cheating weeks on, ago? Um, you know what I'm saying? Bad. So I feel like he was trying to make a What's point like, name? oh, 
Miss Louis Bags. He, oh, he had yeah. a whole porn while he was married. So I don't really. That's what I'm saying. I feel like he was trying to like, because he's been in so much, like in the media Drama. so much. And mm-hmm. like, it was. I think there was a recent scandal that came out saying that he's been sleeping with other women. I so I feel like that's married. why he did that. And it's just like, if you had to go to the strip club to push away a stripper just to do that, you shouldn't have went to the strip club to begin with. Mm-hmm. You know Someone like, commented, you should have been at home throwing that money in your wife. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> or throwing that money in your savings account. So. Mm. His That'll career do. is kind of subpar, but. Listen. You said his what was subpar? Career. Um, <laughs> Man, talk a lot of shit, but he can't back it up. You know, yeah. it kind of sucks. Y'all, okay. So I want to talk about the Real Housewives reunion, but what I really want to talk about is the Cynthia Nini thing because in my head, like, I was I was conflicted. A part of me was just like, okay, Cynthia, like I'm not gonna lie, you lying, you lying. My thing is, but you knew you was lying, yeah. so I don't understand why you didn't come to the reunion. Well, like a better story. Okay. <laughs> everybody, mm-hmm. first of all, did everybody watch? I didn't the watch the reunion. I, mean, I haven't caught. Okay. It. I just knew what I happened. I watched the season. But I, yeah, I've watched most of the seasons. Okay. So everybody kind of know what's going on. Yeah. And okay, so to Wait. give the listeners like a background, what basically happened was that Cynthia basically had a, this party for a release or her, her I don't drink know. Release. Her drink release. Her off, I believe. Yeah, that I have not wow. seen anywhere. But um, yeah. what's it called? Um, So she basically had this party. At the time, Kenya and Nini are like beefing on social media. Nina, Nini claims she has no idea why Kenya's beefing with her. So they're just going back and forth with each other. And so um, Cynthia invited Nini and Kenya ended up coming to the party as well. And on recording, you can hear Cynthia tell, like, her boyfriend, Mike, or whatever, I'm supposed to act surprised that Kenya's here. So when Kenya shows up, Nene's, like, pissed because she's like, I didn't know Kenya was going to be here. Like, she felt like she was caught off guard and all this other stuff. And Cynthia swears up and down, maintains that she did not know Kenya was coming. Now, when you walk, watch it back, not only did she say it on that occasion, she calls Candy and she's mm-hmm. like, Candy's sure. like, I'm mic'd, I'm, I'm, I'm mic'd, I'm mic'd. I'm mic'd. And mm-hmm. she's like, I just want to make sure that we're both on the same page as far as like setting up how Kenya got there. Right. So all this stuff is very like evidence. shifty. Yeah. You know, it's incriminating evidence, especially like first I'm like, Cynthia, you heard a girl say, I'm mic'd, I'm mic'd, I'm mic'd. Why the you fuck would you continue saying some shit that would look sketchy if they play it back? And as soon as Ka- Candy said, I might, you know, producers is tuned in. Like we for sure yeah. won't keep this. Yeah. You know what I mean? So afterwards at the reunion, like Nini's very much like we are not friends. Mm-hmm. A friend would not do that to me. The least you could have done was call me and gave me a heads up that Kenya would even be there. Cynthia's just like, no, ma'am, I don't feel like I owe you that. I don't give a fuck. If you don't want to hear what I have to say, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. I'm not finna beg for the friendship. But the thing because is, here's after, my thing. Go ahead, sorry. Because here's my thing. I feel like y'all had this conversation before. Because after the party, they sat down and they talked about it. So before the footage even released, the show that Oh, behind the scenes, she was saying, um, I'm supposed to act like I'm surprised. So you already had this conversation, okay? That's one. Two, at the party, Nene, Nene has a tendency of being very, like, like I feel like she's real childish. Like, like at yeah. the party, you were being extremely childish. They're trying to recognize you and your husband being there. You refused yeah. to step up to yeah. the mic just because of the simple fact that Kenya was there and Kenya got on the mic first. So it's just like you being petty just to try to prove a point, and then you stop being my friend behind just that. Like, not even knowing, like, just the fact that Kenya was there. Like, try to throw away 10 years of friendship behind that. I don't have no... No, no I don't have... It. You and Kenya's beef is you and Kenya's beef. Mm-mm. That ain't got nothing to that's do with me. And then it. the way Cynthia's making it seem, she said she didn't even know that there was beefing either. Mm-hmm. Like, she... Because it's just some so social media thing. So, then, so here's the thing. So, like, if you look at the history of um, Cynthia and Nini, the thing is, like, they were solid. They were for, solid, but no, for a Cynthia very long time. No, 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 ass, no. She bro. had everybody so that Nini's friend has always. Kissed I don't know her how ass. many seasons True. ago it was. Whenever Cynthia really like just like said she all of a sudden she wanted to like be her own person when and Nini she, threw her away. And yeah, and like she started to like really like come after Nini. 
I think after that, their relationship hasn't been the same. And let's be honest with like ourselves. Like you wouldn't be able to go back to someone and be like completely the exact same with someone yeah. after you know after y'all have already had that turmoil you've seen that side of a person like okay so you're capable of doing this to me mm-hmm. so i'm gonna be friends with you by the same time i'm not gonna be complete friends with you and so i think that's the situation that they're in right now it's like he's like no like I already know what you did to me in the past. So like, but some Cynthia fact ain't that you, do nothing no, to me. It's, it's, it's Mimi it. who, who it's, felt like Cynthia was being some kind of way. And I, that's why I kind of feel Cynthia. I feel like Cynthia in this moment, even though I feel like Y'all, Cynthia, Cynthia is lying. No, no, my, no she, my thing is, I think granted, she is, but granted, it's she may like, be lying. But for me, what Cynthia said is I kind of feel her. Cause I feel like, granted, I still feel like Mike got some kind of bug in here, but I feel like at the same time, Cynthia is like, listen, on this platform, we have all done fucked up shit. And we've all got some kind of, Past granted in some kind of way. Every time Cynthia does something that's a little bit bad, it's like she's the worst person in the world. And she's like, if the worst tries to make her feel that way, yeah, she's like, if the worst thing that I ever did was invited somebody to my party, that is why y'all are sidebarring talking about y'all need to fire me up at my party because I invited somebody who is actually a friend to me. It's not like she invited somebody that because even they try to compare it to like Yavana, who uh, Nini was barely friends with. Yeah. Her closest friend right now is Kenya Nini. When you was all acting a fool, acting like you didn't, you didn't want to talk to Cynthia, you even didn't want to film with Cynthia. You said that Cynthia could even be fired off the show. When you were saying all that bullshit, Kenya was the one who was loyal to her. Exactly. So I feel like Kenya has been the, her most loyal friend. So if Kenya wants to show up for her and if she wants to set the shit up more and set the platform up for Kenya to be there, then honestly, you may feel slighted. But for you to say you, you finna throw that friendship away, oh, wait, I feel Cynthia. That, I'm not finna fight for this friendship. Exactly. And I feel that 100%. I just feel like Nini is a bully. She's too old. Like every single friendship she's Nini had on the, She's bully. had beef with every single person on this, every single person on the cast. And it's just like, if you look at the history of how she's treated all her friends, it's all the same. It's like, you gotta kiss her ass. And I understand Nini was going through a lot this season, but at the same time, I, it's just like, she if she was just it was just overboard like she was all like okay support me support me like Nini your friends are are supporting you yeah. and you still are disposing of them so I'm just like I don't really I don't know I'm over Nini I, yeah. I can't lie even Portia was just like listen at the end of the day I'm not gonna do this fake bullshit with you like the fact that we are here and knowing that I pray for you my mom has prayed for you we pray for your situation like we supported you and for you to sit up here and say like and none of us are your friends. yeah none of us are your friends like, like come on like, like she serious? was like that that actually hurt that hurts me to my core and Nini I, said nothing yeah and then this is the thing too like Nini you have the most to say on social media. Media. Well, you have the platform as far as the reunion goes. You don't want to say nothing. That's child. And you were being very passive aggressive. She's like, how? No, you are being passive aggressive. Like if something's bothering you, speak so up. So you sitting here acting like a bitch, like to to everybody. Like that's not fair. Like I don't know. Yeah, if it don't go her way, she just she, she just doesn't. She, just, she, she don't fuck mute. with it. Like no. Nah, exactly. So basically, we're not Team Nini. Well, no. Paulette is. I, I don't like Nini. So I don't. I mean, I didn't watch this season, but I have seen like the clips and stuff like that. So I have like an idea of what y'all are talking about. But I could just. I don't know. That whole situation was crazy. Yeah. No, the thing is, I'm always Team Nini. I'm always Team OG Housewife, Team O'Head. Like, that's me. OG Housewife, like to me, it's mm-hmm. like oh, OG. Yeah, you know that girl's name. Was no, OG not OG from Housewives. But like for all the Housewives, so for like um, Royal House of New York is Jill Zarin and um, I fuck with her the most. LVP. You know Lisa Vanderpump, <laughs> Royal House of Beverly Hills, yeah, Orange County. I'm fucking with <laughs> Teresa. Actually gotta stop. You know, so I'm always down for the OGs, but Nene, I'm just like low I'm key. Over her. The way you came to that reunion, you was the one telling Eva like, do not let somebody else write your story for you. Do not let somebody else paint the narrative of you. You need to be able, be in charge of your own story and sit out there and speak and say your piece. And the fact that the reunion come and you acting like I'm okay, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. You're not good. I'm like Nene, you not good, but we don't know why because I don't understand what has you so pissed off. You just mad because you look like you wanted to put hands on a pregnant lady. 
what you did. It's okay. We've all been and there. Really Monique threw a whole chair. Monique threw a whole chair at Princess Love, who mm-hmm. was pregnant. Yeah. And she owned that shit. It happens. Like, your anger got the best of you. Yeah. Just say, I want to put hands on her, but I didn't, did I? Yeah. But you pushed me there. She downplayed that whole situation. <laughs> to find out uh, one of the producers got sent to the hospital, I said, oh. Nene, you going to act like you didn't know? You knocked his tooth they, out? They knocked his tooth out. She said, oh, really? Did that happen? I'm like, bitch, you did it. What you mean did that happen? <laughs> they said, I didn't know. They said, Nene, you have no regrets. She goes, I regret nothing. I'm like, yes. <laughs> and then she savage. was like, I had an emotional breakdown. Y'all not gonna sit down and tear me down for that. They're like, they're not tearing, they're you, not down. tearing you down. They're girl. just telling you to own up to your shit, girl. This is the reunion. Okay. Yeah. So, um, oh, to move on from, I don't want to go. Are you, real housewife. Are you gonna go into this love affair? Yeah. <sighs> Uh, I'm not even gonna lie, like this was becoming a housewife. This was beautiful. Like, so can we talk about this Idris and Sabrina? That wedding looks so lit. That wedding looked beautiful. It did. And and Michelle's a big a big she's And they were Morocco. Yeah, they were. Idris is her like it was like a week it was like a week long like wedding celebration in Morocco. I feel like it was just very disrespectful and this is why. (laughs) I feel like for Idris to have an entire wedding without my permission, without like what? even letting me know. Like I understand like this whole scandal, this affair and this relationship that you've been having for all these years, like is this disrespectful enough as it was <laughs> for you to subject me to the embarrassment of finding out that you are getting married on the shade room? Like honestly, that's something that I don't think we'll be able and to do. And then to have from. somebody Divino. from our own culture yeah, see, to, perform, <laughs> to perform at the wedding. I know we're gonna lie, y'all. As what if so you guys cool. are boys? Y'all, who was <laughs> as if who? you guys are boys? <laughs> buddy buddy. <laughs> who was in this planning that was like oh my God. we are just going to have Davido? Yeah. <laughs> they was Liddy in the city. No, I'm not gonna lie. Y'all, Christian Louboutin, he was in no, there they were getting lit. in. Uh, and they, actually, I know I wasn't invited. I know why I wasn't invited, so. Because you're the side sense. chick. Huh? Excuse me? First off, first off, first off, baby girl. But you know what? I'm not going to lie. I actually like Sabrina. Like, since I've, yeah, seen, she's, yeah. since I've been seeing her, like, out in the for limelight. Him. Yeah, I like her for him. I think that she's very, like, down to earth, very real. They're um, a beautiful couple. They're yeah. a very beautiful couple. And you know what's crazy? Lately, I feel like men or black love has been about, like, wifing up these, like, real regular chicks. That's why when Tory Lanez came out and was oh, like, I regular. felt that. Yeah, I had to double tap that. I need a regular chick. And then Jackie Anna was like, they're not hard to find. I was like, it, they're really not. I need a girl who's not in every promoter section. I need a girl who ain't trying to be with every rapper. I'm like, that. That's everywhere. That's they're everywhere. That's like, literally. That's, that's the thing that confused me. I'm like, whenever you broke down your definition of what a regular chick was, I was like, Tori, like that's everything that surrounds you. That's everything. If y'all would stop trying to date the same six industry girls, Fair. you could find it. Stop going to the sections to look for a girl. You if you want if you want a girl who's not in every nigga sections. GP. Don't go to the sections to pick up a girl. Don't invite a girl to your section and then get her number. How about you talk to your mama? Because I'm sure she has somebody that she's been trying to put you down with for years. Thank you. Mama knows. Yeah. And it's not. A, and I promise you, it's not a girl that your industry nigga has fucked. It's not a girl that you see in the section, the same sections every weekend. It's not none of that. But the thing is, like, Tori, like, I don't want to hear what your regular girl is when you go after superficial things. His whole hit list. I don't know. Ever since Tori Lane's got a hairline, he been acting crazy. Oh, he, he got a hairline? Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. Your girl. He got some hair plugs and started mm-hmm. acting out. Wow. Him and Safari. Safari's so whack. Even him letting Erica Mena and disrespecting yeah. Nicki Minaj. Yeah. That, yeah. that really sat, pissed he just me sat off. Up like, there. Wait, what happened? He let Erica Mena go basically disrespect Nikki and I, honestly that pissed me off because first of all Erica you're a D-list celebrity so shut a your D-list. ass up and two Nikki Minaj will even cancel your damn wannabe marriage with Safari say one more damn thing oh, yeah. so I'm like, oh, Nikki, gotta Nikki, Nikki will come back in that picture like hello like, Safari I'm back for, five, about that for one day like, like, hello. when she said again I kind of okay. heard about she it she said but that she's not into Nikki Minaj's music that she's never been into her music yeah and the thing is the way she was just like you're lying and then everyone came back with those like tweets that she had yeah, been talking she about. Yeah, she was like, I've just never been into it because like I've always been a little Kim fan and stuff like she that. She said that so, I'm like, oh, the narrative. And the then she said she's she so like, cartoony yeah. and all the other stuff. That's why they bung up the receipts the of Safari her, so- in the background <laughs> dancing like, <laughs> <laughs> who's the cartoony one? <laughs> Safari was in the back doing a whole miming dance. I was like, Safari, what are you doing? Yo nigga was the cartoon while she was rapping. <laughs> First so. of all, he... he wrote that shit anyway so it's like what you gonna say about your nigga that's what I'm like it's so inconsistent that's what I'm like he literally sat there and said nothing uh, he didn't need he to didn't say anything cause he honestly if he would said something then that means he's defending that no, shit because he was squeezing is, her thigh like y'all it was know such good a hard and, moment y'all know good and well if he had said anything I feel like Erica's yeah, the type that she like steal off on him afterwards she looks like the type that would be fighting people I, I mean, mean they're not gonna lie she, she fights her nigga but she stabbed her baby daddy so I mean the same time Remember her, her baby daddy's a prodigy, right? Yeah, somebody. Yeah, she somebody. Yeah, she stabbed him. Wow, I didn't know. So she don't play. She been, thing is, Erica been crazy, crazy. That's how she ended oh, yeah. up on loving. She's Hip-Hop. pretty, but she's crazy. Yeah, yeah. but that yeah. shit was. She whack. can't sing for shit either. She ooh. That's why. Child. That's the only thing. And this is not to make this like a racial thing, but I really do hate the like when Hispanic women are <laughs> crazy. They get to be feisty and yeah. Remy Ma. Stabbed somebody and went to jail for how many years and yeah. came back. A motherfucker still can't stop. The fact that people don't even know that Erica Mena stabbed a whole person and just yeah. like, oh, she crazy. She did, she that. When she black the, women are crazy, when black <laughs> are, women are crazy, we're untouchable. Like, yeah. came Michelle. Mad, like, angry black woman. Came Michelle, they won't let, no, they be like, you, you ready to deal with that? Jocelyn, you ready to deal with that? But Erica Mena is like, oh, yeah, she cute. She feisty. Yeah. <laughs> She's Latina. She's spicy. <laughs> Child. <laughs> Tired of that shit. Somebody blacklist her. He's Fuck already blacklisted. Speaking of blacklisted, child. Ooh. Okay, girl. so I want to know how y'all feel about this Jordan Woods situation. <laughs> so, Jordan Woods, she, as y'all know, she was in Nigeria. We don't know what. Oh, for the she was doing um, some pants. She was a panelist or something. I don't yeah, know. but she was a panelist. when she was in Nigeria, she did an interview with at the homecoming festival, and she was speaking about her experience about the scandal, and she said, and I quote. My little sister was bullied in school, and I wanted to show her that if I was bullied by the world, you can get through it. She then added how that experience really showed her what it was like to be a black woman in society. Then she says, I understood for the first time what it was like being a black woman in society. She says more, but do I need to even read it? (laughs) Because... Horrible choice of words. Horrible choice of words. I feel like words. she meant to say something else, but she did use the wrong words for that. I don't, I mean. No, I feel, she, it been one she thing. Is she, the, no, she I feel used like the she, right word. I feel like she should have said that I've been in, in a box. No, I she, think she used the right word. I think what she was trying to say is like, she's probably never felt the uh, effect, effect of, of being, being a black a, woman. African-American woman. Because you know she's written the coattail of white women for her whole entire life. I've been in a box and honestly, I got casted out of the box and now I finally got to feel it. She's never considered herself a black woman. She's never considered herself a black woman. Black yeah. herself a black woman but until all of a sudden she doesn't have the shield of the Kardashians. Yeah. And so now she understands what everyday African Americans, not even everyday. She really doesn't know it is. Because she's day. not even going through what everyday African Americans are going through. Wait. But she's going through just 
whatever she's going through. You know what I'm saying? And so now she can finally feel like she relates to a black woman. Mm-hmm. Nah, nah, honey. Like, isn't she all black? No, yes, no. She her yes. mom's white, right? Her mom is no. Her mom is white. Her mom is not white. Her yes, mom is white. Her mom is very fair skin. Maybe she's maybe she's her mom is not black. Very fair skin. Her mom is not black. Let me look it up. No. Yeah. Her mom's Please, not. Y'all, yeah. y'all. What's her name? Nikki, so you, think, Nikki, you loud and wrong right like, now. Like, like, she's very fair-skinned. And she's no, just very fair-skinned. Her mom is not white, y'all. Then what is she? I mean, her mom's I, not. What is she? Are you Googling it? <laughs> so you yeah, so adamant you don't Google, even know. Don't go on Instagram. Her, that's not telling yeah, me anything. Like, her mom is Google. black. Go, her mom is white. It's, Thank you. Her mom is white. Everyone Everyone talked about that. Like Everyone talked about how she was mixed. Wow, y'all really out here Googling? Yeah. You know what? Y'all, no one wants me to be right. It's okay. Hmm. <laughs> Look at Joy. Hmm. What is her <laughs> <laughs> Why can't I find I'm anywhere where her damn ethnicity um, Jordan is? Jordan Woods' mom is very much black, y'all. She, her mom is mixed. She's yeah, a Caucasian or mixed it. race. I knew yeah, it because look how she, she looks. Yeah, she looks Her black. mom is mixed. So, and Nikki, she, looks like she's she should be something. associating herself as a black woman. But does she? Well, yeah. she doesn't not off the strength of her hanging with the Kardashians. It's not because you don't feel black because you look black. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> but yeah, no. Um, so yeah, sorry guys, we had to fact this check right that. here. <laughs> nah. Okay. Nah. Okay. So no, how do y'all feel about what she said? She's think, an idiot. Yeah, that was very ignorant to say. I don't really feel like that was smart choice of words, and. I just want Jordan to stop talking. Yeah, I think I, think I want her one, to stop talking. I think it's one of those things where literally Jordan's riding this wave. There's no what, wave she's riding. No, now she's, she's riding, trying to create a, no, a, a narrative a, for herself. She's riding a wave a of what the African Americans are putting up for her. You know what I'm saying? Because she went to the Smiths and she knows what the Smiths can bring. You know what I'm saying? Everyone who's pro-black is going to go with Will and Jada. You know what I'm saying? But she doesn't. She never really was pro-black for this whole situation so of course she's going to come out with the wrong set of words because she never really truly believed that from the get-go so it's like what can we really expect from her if she never really believed that she was black from the beginning all right so enough about jordan because i mean i guess she's are y'all blacklisting her she just needs to say less and be Um, quiet like i don't she's not really on my list to do anything so i just i just like her posts whenever they come up you know what i'm saying but she's not really a factor in my you know, celebrity. She's cute, but I mean. Okay. Well, transition. I don't like that. I don't like those words. She yeah, it was a terrible poor choice of words. The Kardashians need to just take her back, please. Okay. They already have. Ugh. You think so? Kylie has. How do you know? Girl, I can just, I just know. Hmm. I don't know. Like, have you seen the pictures of her and Travis? Like, they're kind of looking like an old couple. She keeps calling like the white, long her husband. white dress. Is that her husband? Is that know, her husband? Maybe. I don't. Because on his birthday cake, it said, "Yeah, happy birthday, husband." Uh, that wasn't you even know my that's thing. like hubby. You know, husband. I mean, no, that wasn't even my husband. thing. That wasn't the issue when I looked at it. When I looked wow. at it, I was like, "Why are you on the cake? <laughs> Why is it like it's not your birthday?" Yeah. The old I'm confused. Couple, like, Stormy. Like, even the billboard, yeah. it was her yeah. and the baby. Like, where is he? It's not your birthday. I'm confused, but whatever. Yeah, it's like an old couple. I, like I want to go to one of their parties, any of the Kardashian party, even though they're canceled. But damn, them parties. I want to go to their Christmas yeah. party. Storm, Stormy's party looked fucking lit. Yeah, yeah. I was very, like, bro. Got a fucking <laughs> Chanel bag. Like, 
as a I baby. I would take that coin purse <laughs> and carry it on one okay. finger. Okay, <laughs> the little mini bags in. <laughs> small enough. All right, so uh, Cardi B versus the Shade Room. Did y'all see that video? Yes. The thing is, it got taken down very, very quickly. Because I'm not she gonna lie, like, oh, she did. She took it down. Did she somebody, y'all or sent it to the group PR chat. did? Y'all sent it to the group chat. By the time I even looked no, at yeah, it, it was it gone. Was taken down. I was like, whoa, wow. okay. Like, she was, she, another one. You know what, Cardi it's her PR. Her PR is like, I think Cardi, Cardi B used to be locking herself in a room, saying what she wants to say, and, and then finally. As there, whoever got the <laughs> password to her social media be like. Yeah, like, nope, we're going to take it Got it, it. she changed it to ABC, you went to 3-5, so then we got it now. <laughs> so, basically what happened was, as y'all know before, or as y'all know, Cardi B and um, the shade, they're not, the shade room is not allowed to post Cardi because she feels like they always try to paint her in a negative light. So that's always why you never really see um, Cardi B on the shade room. Mm -hmm. But they do post the people that's around her. It's like, for example, Offset, the Migos. She's always, you know, been associated with QC, that entire label. So, you know, P, Young Miami, the City Girls, XYZ. So she went on this video rant saying, um, basically, actually, let me just play it. I'm not even self-explanatory. Some shit that's gonna set her up to get dragged in the fucking comments. Every single, everybody that that they know that I'm cool with, they always try to get them set up for people to talk shit. I be popping off. Offset donated twenty five thousand dollars to the Ellen Foundation for Kids in Africa. Did the shade room post it? No. Is the shade room posting how this man is is um promoting a cancer free? campaign no is there uh, they have they posted any uh positive shit and investment talk that he's been talking about in his interviews no but they sure posted when he had drama with his baby mom they sure posted about his court cases right also donated 25 girl it's called the shade room it's yeah. shady that's what it is well, like but girl. the thing is like when I went back and actually looked at the day cause like when I saw the video posted like I saw the video posted after like three minutes cause I followed Cardi and yeah. so I was like you know let me go look at the shade room and see like what like ma- pissed her off so much and it's actually true like so they posted this one picture of like Miami and her and her son people were going in you on the her. comments then after that they posted Offset in like his court case like just yeah, like it was just all bad joint. yeah it was just mm-hmm. like all bad news and I was just like dang you know what I actually kind of feel Cardi cause like the shade room is very, like when y'all it's really look at the fuck. way sh- the shade room sets their stuff yeah. up, like yeah. they will they post- set their stuff up for people to get dragged. To get yeah. dragged. And that's why people, I don't it's not like gossip in the city. You every know, time, gossip in the city is factual. Shade room is fair game for everybody. Every time I click on a game. every time I click on a picture, someone has always commented like, Y'all know what y'all did by yeah. that. Like your caption. Exactly. Like y'all know what y'all doing. Y'all, y'all know what wrong y'all did. for this. And you know what? Actually, what drove me to unfollow the shade room mm-hmm. was I actually never followed them. Because the, I used to follow follow them a while ago. But me what drove too. me to follow unfollow them was they posted a video of Hazel E. And y'all know Hazel E from Love and Hip Hop. Like, no, she a lot of people don't like her. But yeah. who cares? They posted a video of her. And it, it wasn't even like, you know, the worst video in the world. But they posted it. Specific, she was just walking. And she, the entire comments was dragging her. And I'm like, what is why? she doing? Why? That's why they posted it. So she can get dragged. And that's why I'm just like, I don't fuck with that. Because, like, why did y'all post that? Like, I don't follow them because of that. Because I don't fuck with that. Like, y'all be posting shit. Like, we get it. It's the shade room. Y'all doing y'all's job. But y'all... Part, y'all do this on purpose like you know exactly what you're doing so, but you no. know what like someone told me I don't know if it was someone told me or like I just saw like a post but the way someone said it was like with your social media you have to set it up how like 
how it's going to affect your life. So if all you follow on social media is like a whole bunch of like negative things, a whole bunch of gossip, like that's how it's going to, that's how it's going to, you know, affect your life. So that's the reason why that's the first people I unfollowed was the shade room. Cause I just felt like it was so toxic. It, it never brought anything good to like never. my, to my timeline. You know what I'm saying? It's like, that was the first people I unfollowed. And the only reason why I kind of keep up with them is just because they keep up with the celebrity gossip. And that's something that we have to talk about as a podcast. You know what I'm saying? There's but other good that, sites like the no, YBF. Yeah. Like, there's, there's a lot of, no, sites. there's a lot of good sites, but sometimes they're just behind. You know what I'm saying? So it's are they like, behind or they just talking about? Things I feel like you have to. I feel like you have to keep up with all of them to be able to keep up with everything that's recent. You know what I'm saying? Or say cheese, bro. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of good like. There's a lot of good like. Um, I want to call them gossip sites, like just celebrity like, news bl- blog blog yeah. sites. She also brought up the point how like just bloggers and well, I'm sure she was talking about the shade room, but just bloggers in general try to like set people up to where mm-hmm. like they try to fuel um, beef like the whole Kodak Black and T.I. situation. There was mm-hmm. like y'all were purposely continuously trying to post it just because y'all know like they were going to continue to go back and forth at each other. And had y'all not fueled it, it probably would have ended right there then and there. And she was just like, I mean, you can't do that because these are real guys from the streets. So it's just like when it comes to shit like that, somebody may end up being hurt. So it's like y'all keep trying to feel this and da da da, and it, it ends up being real toxic. Which I I agree with that. I do feel that. But I mean, at the end of the day, that's their job. So yeah. and like I don't know, like her saying whatever she was saying. I don't know if she expected the shade room to switch anything up. They did not. Okay. No, they did. No. Yes, they, they did. did not. They still posted to their story. No, they, no, they posted to their story evidence, but they, they everything to, is the same. But so they posted to their story of. Oh, we posted this here that was yeah. that was very uh, positive. We posted they this year. They basically just posted receipts. Yeah, yeah, but I'm saying they didn't change anything as far as like, oh, well, let me stop. You know, let no, me try to do no, it. I'm not gonna lie. For a few days afterward, they sure was posting some positive. Oh, well, shit. I mean, I don't know. They I, were. Didn't, I didn't. The check, thing is, the shade room was bought, and everyone knows that. Like, well, you could definitely tell it's, it's, it's a payroll blog now. So tell. it yeah. used to be like. Better. They used to be my favorite one, like back in the gap. Mm-hmm. But then, like, they then just got, turned very like. And I always and supported them because it was like the owner was from Houston, so it was like, okay, oh, is she? yeah, she, Nigerian. I know she's Nigerian. Yeah, it's a Nigerian. I don't. Girl. But Nigerian you know girl. what's crazy? I'm just like messy, messy, it's messy. A Nigerian it's girl. Like, it's a Nigerian girl from Houston. So I was like, you know what? I want to support her because she's from Texas. She's I didn't Nigerian. Know she was from Houston. Yeah, so I don't. Like, I want to put her that. on. I mean, I know put they be toxic and shit, but I do not like Bolo Alert. I do not. I. I thought that was like a low budget. It's very low, girl. Very low budget. Like they've been trying to do some special effects. Like they be posting (laughs) pictures and like they they post a picture of somebody and they change the eyes to like red and people was like, "What's up with the picture?" They're like, "Ball, like y'all got to quit with the special (laughs) effects." I'm like, for real, like y'all need to make better content. Like put better stuff together on y'all's page. Y'all be here messing with people's eyes, making Mm -hmm. them look dynamic. We're like, what's wrong with y'all? I like Baller used to do that childish ass little copy. I don't like their setup. And you know they've been posting a lot lately. Never been on your birthday, but your birthday. Month. they be coming up with different scenarios talk about if you had to get paired with your birthday month for blah 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 oh blah they literally God. post Them something different games. every week yes every week oh girl <laughs> every week yeah but I one only blog site that I follow is the YBS and Gossip in the City that's all I I like Fifi the, the blog I want to start following is Jasmine Brand only because I feel like she's actually like a blogger like she's not even about shade or anything she really is just about like hot topics 
Insta. I need to start following more. And Nicole Bitchy. Mm-hmm. I just like Nicole Bitchy, but she, oh, before Nicole she turned I, I, I so follow good. Nicole on t- a Twitter. Now she's like an actual blogger. Yes, yeah, a blogger. She's like blogger. a BuzzFeed almost. But Nicole Bitchy's been there like since yeah. from the, way back in the gap. Remember Media Takeout? Her, she spells her name N E O C O L E. She's a bodybuilder now. Hey, Media Takeout used to be. That used to be. I was in high school in class on that shit looking up news. I left Media Takeout alone after the fight videos. What fight videos? I don't you're thinking about World Star? You're talking about World Star. Oh, talking about World Star. I don't, talk, I don't no, watch World Star. World Star used to be it too. No, so negative. World Star, I had to make a concert. Ever. I remember one day just being like, World Star is toxic and I can never yeah. log on to like, the stuff again. Ever since then, I never did. I feel like they did the, the knockout videos. I, like, I never really ever got on whatever y'all talking yeah. about. Back yeah. in the gap, I was on work. Because it was I, just high school. I mean, it was just whatever people sent me. I never. Yeah, it was too much. You know what's great? Because you used I don't know. I think, Nikki, actually, I think. Never mind. I'm going to get that. Yeah. Okay, so as most people had heard, you know, I've like I got a alert from CNN personally, um, not personally, but you know, CNN is out there. <laughs> <laughs> like, got like that. CNN on speed dial. <laughs> Y'all know what I meant. They hit up Nikki specifically. Hey, Nikki, have you heard? <laughs> but I did get an alert from CNN um, that John Singleton passed away. He was taken off life support earlier mm. today after he suffered a stroke, I believe it was April 17th mm-hmm. at the age of 51. So he was taken yeah. off life support today by his family um, and then later on passed away throughout the day. So we are sending our condolences out to his family, all his friends, all his fans. Um, if people don't know who John Singleton is, he is um, director, producer for Boys, Boys in the, the Hood, Hood Fast and Furious, Four Brothers. That man is a legend. Kill. There's so many badass. videos, like movies that he has produced, directed. So um, I think that this is something that's going to be a huge loss to the community once again. Um, so I'm sending my prayers out to his friends, his family. Mm-hmm. Rest in paradise. Rest in power, King. Definitely. And this is... like. And I'm not even trying to use it as a like a learning lesson, but like I said, this is something that can you know strokes, health, any anything in general can affect anybody. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's so important just to keep up with your health. You know, mm-hmm. and especially whenever you're getting into those ages of like the late 30s, early 40s, like just try to get your like blood pressure, you know, just small things in check. Physicals. You know, yeah, mm-hmm. like because anything can pop up on you any day you know so i think it's so important just to like especially as african-americans like sometimes we've learned to just be really scared of like Mm -hmm. the doctor or not even just scared we just don't have the time we don't make the time out for ourselves to take care of ourselves and that's why it's so important just to have like that self-help like that self-care you know so yeah and get your kids vaccinated yeah and i saw something on um i saw something online that i feel like is very important only because we know like as far as in healthcare spaces spaces sometimes black people are like unfairly like treated mm-hmm. and screened for I certain agree. things so That's if true. you're ever in a room with someone and the nurse or the doctor decides you don't need this test or decides to bypass them ask them say i want you to make a note that you are refusing to get this test i want you to make a note that you are refusing to give me this medicine i want you to put that into your notes because i want this on record and usually when you say that they'll know they'll, they'll go ahead they'll and put it do it medicine. Yeah. like even if it's something as big as you're being denied a medicine say i want you to make a note that you are you are refusing to mm. give me this medicine and put the reason because 
all that documentation is very necessary because a lot of times the reason why I mean these things like these happen is it because like we're unfairly screened yeah. like oh you have high cholesterol or oh but that's really high in African Americans you can do this or just mm-hmm. you know what we, we probably should um go ahead and put you on like daily medication what we'll just start right now is we'll just start by just try we'll exercise exercise and mm-hmm. watch your diet and then come back in three months it's so much like mm-hmm. that just because they're so mm-hmm. hesitant to to just medicate and treat us as black people so let's just make that a habit is be very like as far as in charge of your mm-hmm. health if they're not giving you medicine even if you feel like you don't need it if you feel like okay this is routine this is what you expected for even if it's something is just like i don't know even if it's a pain medicine make them make a note of it mm-hmm. Period. Yeah, and like I said, I kind of have like a different perspective because I've seen it go both ways, and especially being an ER nurse, I've seen like, you know, people have come back in for the exact same thing. You know what I'm saying? Just because they didn't follow up with it, so it's it's not only up to that physician to be like, hey, this is what you need. No, you have to take it upon yourself and take a and take like be in control of your own health. If you don't feel right, go to the doctor. You know what I'm saying? Like. Just like from the get go. And I know like don't let not having insurance, not being able to pay for it. This is going to be a burden. Let that affect you. Look, health um, medical record or medical bills fall off in seven years. So don't no one care. Like so if you need to if you need to do it, just do it. That's my that's my advice. Yeah. And like I said, get your kids vaccinated. Please get y'all's kids vaccinated. Don't even get Man, me started like on this, that. I wrote a whole paper about that. <sighs> I feel like this music outbreak is something that Todd said. I'm not kidding. <laughs> Just kidding. No, Anyways. this music outbreak. This measles outbreak is it's ridiculous. Scary, but yes, it's actually very scary. Yeah. I'm not scared because I'm I'm vaccinated against that. But for the people that aren't, look. I feel like it's the measles outbreak to me is kind of like actually I'll. Uh, I'll talk about y'all with that after the podcast. <laughs> yeah. huh? No, I just think it's. I think some things in life are just intentional. Oh, okay. I you know, know this is going. Yeah, let's <laughs> conspiracy theory. Yeah. All right, y'all. So we're gonna go ahead and jump into the topic now. This episode is gonna be a little different. The current events are gonna seem a little outdated only because we're recording this episode a little bit early because we're actually going to be out of the country Thought next and week. Plotting. So we're gonna be. I don't know about that. I don't know about that. I'm just playing. We, we gonna be living the, our best we life. We out the country. No. I don't know about that. We gonna be plotting it. We gonna be plotting an island hopping. That's what we gonna be doing. <laughs> Facts. But so we're recording this a little early. So, um, we're just trying to you know see what we can do to get this spicy for y'all. So I actually have a question. Honestly, I want to ask y'all because um, George Petty Chronicle actually has me thinking about a lot. And honestly, on this podcast, I know we've talked about this a lot. And this is probably like our thing that we always say is. We need to stop being so entitled as women. Mm-hmm. But who tells the niggas to stop feeling entitled? Because, like, I feel like I lately I've noticed that guys are entitled. Like, honestly, like, certain things, like, for instance, like, something as simple as, like, if you cook, if you cook, right, in your head you're like, if you cook, usually the other person who eats should wash the dishes. Mm-hmm. But you're not going to expect them to wash the dishes. If they don't wash the dishes, you're not going to be like, you should be washing the dishes. I just cook. It's not a thing like that. It doesn't work. Like, there's an expectation you have or there's something that happens. But this day with niggas, a guy can do something as simple as, like, buy you a drink. And it's like, my my dude, you bought me a drink, right? Thank you. That does not mean that I number. owe you the rest of my night. It does not. Mm-hmm. It does not mean that from now on, if you see me talking to somebody else, that we're dating and you need to come and interrupt. 
for like huh what like when we was in italy that one time and these one guy oh listen we were in italy these guys oh, bought he, his he drinks. switched real real quick these guys bought his Ooh. drinks and this guy came up to me and talked to me this guy came literally tapped him on the shoulder brought him to the side and had a whole conversation with him and basically was like you, you not to talk go. to her yeah. So my question is, have y'all ever been in a situation where like you've noticed like that didn't even all what he did. Do you remember how it literally <laughs> oh, went from zero to a hundred? He at like he asked me to dance with him and I said no. He grabbed his shit and, and so all his friends were leaving. And all his friends was like, What's going on? and left. I said, Wow. Literally. Wow. Like, and I his friends was looking at him like it was stupid though, because No, that yeah. actually kinda happened to me Saturday night. I'm, t- I'm not gonna lie. No. Like uh, I, 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 he asked me something, and I was like, "No," and he literally walked, got up, and walked out. No, it it it, it was that deep. Yeah. Well, mm. I feel like the reason why men feel so entitled nowadays is just because the abundance. <laughs> not just thoughts, but like the abundance of women. You know what I'm saying? Well, like one, one won't do, another one will. Mentality. Yeah. So it's like the Pick thing these. is, it's like I feel like the. Pickings are kind of small whenever it comes to, the, like, the men, especially in the Dallas market. And then, like, when you narrow it down to, like, even more, you know, whatever, prospects. So it's, like, certain men have more – they have more choices. So they expect Maybe, more – Nah, girl, fall back because yeah, honestly, I don't know she's because what? no, they do. They do have more choices. They have more choices as far as women go, so they expect yeah. more from a woman, from a woman. So it's like if you can't meet those expectations, they're able to find someone that can meet those expectations. But it should. I get it. But I mean, I I see your angle. Like they have more options, but the same that doesn't make you entitled that I have to do anything with you. Like it's no, almost for you personally. You don't think that you need to do that, but in their head, they're like. This is what I expect from her. So if she can't do that, someone else can. But at the same time, it goes both ways. Just the same way as in Joy's Petty Chronicle, how she's just like, that nigga was tripping because he drank all her Hennessy, or quote unquote, because she drank all his Hennessy. But at the same time, like, how many niggas is it out there who will have no problem with you going mm-hmm. to, to their apartment, even if it's like 10 minutes and drinking all their Hennessy? So the same way it's an abundance of women. Trust me, it's an abundance of niggas. And the reason why you even approached me to buy me a drink is because you saw something in me that attracted you to me. So the simple fact that nowadays it's like, Niggas be like, oh, if I buy you a drink, then you have to talk do this. To you have this. to talk to me. If I, I invite to. you to my section, you have to be, you have to come where I'm going Well, this after. is the thing. Yeah. I just feel like guys should stop trying to use, like, buying drinks as, like, as, like, a, a, a segue. Yeah. yeah, not even a segue or as, like, a courting process. Like, mm-hmm. if you want to talk, come up and speak to me. You yeah. thinking you buy yeah. me this drink. All right, where the crew moving? That's where I'm moving. <laughs> and, so, so at the end of the day, like, if you, if I had no interest, talk. thank you for the drink, sir. But <laughs> Listen, I got to go. Thanks. The section mm-hmm. over there. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, stop trying to use that as trying to court somebody. Like, you but actually need to. No. I think I, men are just kind of tired of being played. Because y'all have to understand, like, Really think about, like, as a man, think about if you, every time you went out, you spent your money on buying someone else something. Yes. And there are some women out there that that's what they're looking for. Like, they're looking for the next man that's going to buy them a drink just so that they can pass them to the left. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, eventually men do get tired. So if Mm. they're feeling a girl, like, they may be expecting, like, more conversation out of you if they buy mm-hmm. you a drink. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, well, con- conversation, but I don't want you to feel like because you bought me a drink that I'm obligated to come home with you that night or to kiss no. you or do anything like that. Men are expecting but, that. But Men same, are expecting no, that, though. But at the same time, like, I think as women, like, we just kind of yeah. like... Oh, we're so quick. Are you talking? Yeah. I think no, as women, we're, 
I think if women were quick to be like, who's boosting? Yeah. <laughs> so, y'all sit, so y'all gonna sit here and act like no. a nigga has never tried y'all in that capacity? Not in that capacity, no. No, what, what I'm saying is because, like, y'all are saying it's a boost, but I'm saying a nigga's never come to you and you can tell by the way he's moving and things that he's offering that he probably is expecting you to have sex with him. And so early on, you have to kind of let it be known, like, over I'm a not drink? the type of chick. No, not, not, no okay, saying, that's not, what I'm saying. Not that, over a not... drink, but over the course of, like, what he has to offer, he's trying to offer all these things to you because he's expecting sex. Like sometimes the niggas would be like, oh yeah, I could do this for you, this for you, this for you, and you won't even accept it because you know, if I accept all these things, I know what you're expecting. No, I, no I'm going to have to disagree because the thing is, I've had plenty, like even most recently, so I was in Atlanta and a guy bought me a drink and him and I like just sat there and had like a good conversation. He was like, you know what, like, thank you. Like, I actually appreciate you, like, just sitting here and having a conversation with me because I can't tell you how many times there have been women, like, I bought a drink and it's, like, just dead. That's your fault. That's your fault, That's my friend. Not Do you have conversational fault. skills? Thank no, you. He actually, <laughs> no, but the thing is, he actually did have good conversations. Maybe but, with you, But though. not every woman has that. I'm going to be honest with well, you. Well, not every man has it's that. It's whose problem. And you need to start betting women and before you buy them that, them drinks, maybe start having a conversation, conversation. first. That because is so much easier said than no, done. No, no, no. you had to vet every man that you took a drink from, I do, I do. That's why sometimes if a guy is like acting kind of crazy and I can tell that he's kind of clingy, I'm, I'm not, not even gonna put dream. myself in that because it's like yeah. I know that I'm if you're gonna try to dream. demand conversation after this, it's gonna be awkward. Now y'all know sometimes y'all take one for the team and y'all like, you know what? Let me just talk to this guy. I'm gonna have him bias. I'm have him. Yeah, I feel it. But like sometimes you just take one for the team and you're like, okay, I'm gonna have him bias a few rounds. I'm gonna entertain him, even though you already know in your head no. this is not someone you would ever take serious. So not, like. Nikki, no. you ain't never seen me entertain nobody for no few rounds. <laughs> <laughs> rounds, fam. What nah. I look, I'm not even gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie. I know I have taken L's. Oh, so how y'all just gonna sit team. here and say that y'all have never been like? That's what we were trying to make the <laughs> no, point in no, saying no. like, have y'all never like been in a situation even if you're where you're entertaining it, but you know that you put yourself in not even that you put yourself in a position that you've been around a dude who is doing these things because he has ulterior motives. You saying yeah. you put it, okay? Then why'd y'all say no? But like no, to, as I, far as okay. to like be like we having sex tonight, no, no. That's you, that's, they're not. That's, nobody that's, has physically. St- oh my god! Oh my god! Y'all, 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 y'all come on! No, no, no. We mean like, has you ever been talking? You've never talked to somebody and you're like, I, all you I, want I is sex. Like, okay, okay. The thing is, how y'all explained it earlier, it yeah, didn't make it, sense. That's why no, we felt like y'all were boosting. No, we're just no. giving different examples. Okay. I we're mean, like, like, I can understand where y'all are coming from because sometimes, like, even talking to a guy in the club, you know what their intentions are. Like, just like the the key words that they're using, you're just like, mm. like, what are you doing after this? And you have to make it clear, I'm going to sleep. Uh, yeah, I'm going home. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, I feel y'all on that. And like, sometimes you just, you take no, one for the team. Because even one time me and Joy was out and uh, the guy was like, oh, we're going here afterwards. And when she was like, looked at me like, okay, so where? And he was like, why do you keep looking at her to figure out where we trying to go? Because we came together. came together. Why would she yeah. go somewhere with you by herself? Like, where are you really trying to go? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Entitlement. Yeah, it is a sense of entitlement. And I do feel like, I mean, I feel you, Nikki, but at the same time, like, the male ego is real. Mm. So it's like, you getting your little ego bruised over a drink that's not my fault. This is how I feel. The same way you should never loan somebody money that you need right back. You should never buy another drink. You should never buy somebody a drink that you can't afford if that girl gonna walk away after the conversation. I mean, I, mean, I think it, the thing is, I, I'm not even trying to say like, oh, don't buy me a drink. Because at the end of the day, it's a nice gesture. Let's be real. It's a nice gesture. But at the same time, it's like, I don't even, it, it would be 
the polite thing to do would be yes, have this conversation, say mm-hmm. thank you or whatever, maybe create conversation a little bit. But at the end of the day, I'm a, this is my thing. I personally am going to maybe five minutes. Like you're gonna thank you <laughs> yeah. so much. How are you doing? This is my name. Da 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 da. Yeah. But if I'm not feeling you, then I'm moving. So <laughs> yeah. at the end of the day, mm-hmm. thank you for the drink, sir. But I gotta go. Like period. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I don't owe you like the rest of the night. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like we're not finna stand in GP together. <laughs> like none yeah. of that. Have you ever had a nigga like go off on y'all when y'all like trying to dip off? Yeah. The guy. In uh, what? Oh yeah. The way he, there. bro, the way he stormed off, as he said, "Crew, let's go. We out." <laughs> no, like, <he> literally, <laughs> literally. I, t- I, Megan looked up at me, and said, "What's going on?" I said, "I don't know." Like, the way it was happening, happened like it didn't even, and it wasn't even like this is how entitlement is crazy. It wasn't even like he was trying to talk to him. Crystal was curving, and literally was like he was like. I myself want you and me to move to another different side and of go shit. dance. And, and she, I said no, no. Like I'm trying to stay with which I said, we're I, good right here. Think, I didn't even say no. I said I want to stay with my friends. He was like, oh, you're, he was like your friends are good here. <laughs> no, I want to stay with my friends. Okay, he grabs his jacket, tells, <laughs> and the thing is. Tells his friend, and the thing is, you have to also, the context behind it, the music was all in French, so you want me to go to dance to a song that I don't even know what they talk about? Like, no, I'm not going to do that. So he literally tells his friends, and he just walks off, and his friends was all, we were all just looking like, what happened? What happened? And like, but I was just like, I don't foreign know. Foreign men are a little bit more aggressive. I don't even going to put that on foreign men. That was just a head-ass nigga, and they yeah. exist in every country, they every do. language. Because his friends weren't even on that shit. Well, no, besides his friend firing up that one, um, Jewish man for talking to me that was a little excessive as well but mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like as a I don't know I just feel like it's just entitlement I feel like these days like I understand the whole thing of like the whole city girl thing of like oh like we want these niggas to buy us drinks and I feel like it's gotten to these niggas head a little bit that they feel like every girl is trying mm-hmm. to use them and it's like yeah. no it's like I'm not trying to use you to buy me a drink I could buy myself a drink. So how do you make that distinction between who is a city girl and who is a regular girl, quote you, unquote, Tory Lanes? Like, you, you know what I'm saying? You got to get to know somebody. You can't tell based yeah. on So how like, are you getting to know somebody in a club? That's what yeah. I'm saying. No, I'm, not, I'm saying outside I mean, the club. Like, I, think I mean, just, if she's interested, she'll give yeah. you her number. No, but I'm saying there, like, so how do you make this distinction in the club? You, you, you don't. Can't. You don't. You, you in can't. a club. Sorry. Like, <laughs> niggas are going to assume, you know what I mean? They're going to assume. Okay, this is what she does on a regular basis. You know what I mean? So I feel like it's hard because you're just left to assume what you want to think about somebody. And I feel like going out and always being in different sections, stuff like that, that's what niggas think, you know? And they won't really know until they, yeah. Yeah. you go out yeah. outside of the club. Because I feel like guys are so scarred. Like, in their head, they're thinking, like, because I've had, like, a guy come up to me and be like, oh, can I get your numbers? And in my head, I'm just like, honestly, like, not even like I'm trying to curb you. This is kind of like high key. I'm really not trying to bring my phone out and do all this stuff. If I run into you later after the club, then yeah, we could definitely exchange numbers. But right now, this just isn't a setting for it. And they feel like, oh, this, that, da da da. da. I just did. and it's just like, okay, first off, you need to calm down because I feel like you're getting insecurities from other things, like, and you're bringing it into this. Like, just because you approached me, just because you bought me a drink, doesn't mean I have to give you my number. Like, I, yeah. I don't have to give you my number. I literally do not have to. Ever like I don't even care if you bought me a hundred thousand uh, dollars. If I didn't ask you to buy me a drink and you come to me in conversation, that. you don't what? have to give. I don't have to give you my number. <laughs> I said, when we were in New Orleans and Paula gave somebody Nikki's number, and Nikki was like, "You could have just said no." <laughs> she was like, "Why didn't you give I'm my number? You no, could have just said uh, no." She, she I'm actually a that. very firm believer in like saying, "If no. I don't want to give you my number, I'm going to tell you no." Like. And, and that's something I'm not going to give you an excuse. I'm not going to say, hey, I have a boyfriend. Hey, I have this. No, like, I'm just not <laughs> oh, interested. I like to have a boyfriend. No, it's like, no, I actually will give, I actually will tell men, I'm like, you know what? Right now, I'm just not looking. 
So no, that don't work. That don't work. No, did they hit you? I doesn't even know what I was trying to do. Then actually, you were. No. This was what you're trying to do. No, I'm not giving my number out. And I and I even tell. I even go as far as say I don't give my number out in the club. I'm sorry. Mm. And I and I will say that, and I will keep it moving. Actually, I've used that before. And actually, that actually works. I'm it does like, work. That's a policy that he he said you gonna miss out on the blessing. Thinking that talk, I said then know, my blessing ain't in the club. I guess I'm gambling that. Like if you see me outside, even if you see me outside the club, I'm willing. But like if I gave my number to every nigga that acts in the club. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> my number would be a hotline. <laughs> nigga, yeah. my number would be a flyer, bro. My number would be on Craigslist right now. So, mm. I've actually had someone put my know, number right? on Craigslist. <laughs> I've actually had that experience. Really? That is not fun. You know, I put someone's number on Craigslist. Huh? What's up? Someone put my number Damn. on Craigslist, and that was like. Was it you, Pilot? <laughs> no. <laughs> Wait, now, okay, but first of all, I was mad, and Michelle was like, "We can put that nigga number on Backpage," <laughs> <laughs> and I, I really contemplated it. No, but Backpage had been shut down because I swear <laughs> to God, his number was going on Backpage. Honestly, that's like one of the worst feelings ever because, like, when the person put my number on Craigslist, it was like, first off, you already know what kind of ad it was. It was like as a, <laughs> it was as a sex ad. <laughs> so I got, I started to get like contacted i want to say around like 11 p.m and from for the next two days wow i had like like hundreds of numbers oh my god calling and texting me did you have to change your number yeah i changed my number yeah so it's like one of those things where i I kept telling like y'all please like i had a i had a message copy and paste it and i was like hey like this is like an ex like being Fightful, whatever the case may be, can you please report the report the post? Mm. And most people, like some people, didn't reply, but some people were like, you know what, like I'm sorry, I, I didn't mean to contact you. Yeah, da 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 da. But like, y'all, if y'all ever want to be spiteful towards someone, don't do that. Like that is the worst. <laughs> like I couldn't even sleep. It was to the point where I almost told my mom because I'm just like, oh, what damn, do I? What do like, you do? Though? What do you imagine bringing that to your mom? Yeah, I was like, what Who do you do? You like. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, how could I couldn't even bring it to my mom? All I could do is tell my older sister. And my sister was like, at this time, do not disturb didn't exist. So it was like, all I did was just cut my phone off. I cut it off for the next couple days because I was just like, dang, like, what do I do? And you know what's crazy? Something similar happened. It wasn't like about sex. I I remember we was in high school and this boy's phone, it was in a final exam. This boy's phone kept ringing. Like, it would not stop ringing. And he was just like, what the hell? He was like, all these unknown numbers. And everybody kept hitting up being like, oh, you're selling an iPhone for $25. You're selling an iPhone for $25. And finally somebody else said, like, it was like a prank. And he put his number on Craigslist. And he had to change his number because it was, like, really bad. Because I'm like, bro. Nowadays, it's not that bad because people don't be on Craigslist. Yeah. Back in the day. Does still exist? Uh-huh. Still? It, it still exists. Just for, like, sex now. No, oh. not anymore. They took that all off. Man, so they say. They said they took sex off Tumblr, too. I still see that, hoe. Y'all need to do sex better. Never I know Backpage got deleted penises and breasts. Y'all have never... I could never be on Tumblr in public. It'd just be a dick out of nowhere. Yeah. Vagina. Sex and, of course, penetration. Tumblr, ever. All my shit is gone. <laughs> what y'all mean? Oh, really? really? Yeah. I, I still used, see... I never used Tumblr. Sex. Oh, you missing out. Yeah, Tumblr was the goat. What? That was like for the website for cool people. Look, <laughs> Literally, it was like... Tumblr was Pinterest bar? before Pinterest was yeah. Pinterest. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I had a whole bunch of stuff saved. I went in my favorites. I was like, all that shit was gone. Damn. So, like, Mickey, you must have had a Zanga talking about you on had Tumblr. I didn't... Y'all, I wasn't... I'm, even now to this day, I'm not a big social media person. You know what I'm I saying? That like, though. that's just... It's never been like my thing so like more i'm more so like i catch on the social media like whenever there's waves like with my friends and i feel like i'm missing out on something but even now to this point like i'm barely on instagram 
I'm barely on anything. So, so what do you do in your free time? What are your hobbies? My hobbies? niggas. Basically. <laughs> <laughs> Plug queen. Plug what? I, I wish. That was my old days, y'all. Like, being 27, you know. Are you 27? I know. Yeah. Isn't old. that crazy? I'm 27 now. Old. So, like. How has your life changed? <laughs> Man. Just, are you the plug or the socket? Or the outlet? Molly Bo. I was about to say. She. <laughs> I was like, you better make the answer right. Because <laughs> that was low key a setup. I'm Molly Bo. <laughs> Whatever you want me to be for the day. <laughs> Nigga. I'm a universal adapter. Head ass. Shut the hell up. <laughs> yeah, Y'all pretty. <laughs> We're free, everybody. You actually yeah. need to stop. Yeah. <laughs> she got out of plus. <laughs> but um, going back to the. The topic at hand, though, I kind of did have something like that happen to me. What? Oh. <laughs> Where, like, um, so I went on a date with this guy, and he was like, oh, you want to? And this is another thing, like, these selling points you use for other chicks, it really don't work for me. <sighs> so it's oh like, you telling me to come is, over to your house and do hookah? I, that's not in like, T-shirt. T- no. Put that on a T-shirt. So, Unless it's between the hours of 3 and 5. Th- so he was like, <laughs> P.M., <laughs> So we were we were at the dinner for a minute, and you know I was just chilling or whatever. He was like, "Oh, so you?" He's like, "You like hookah?" And the thing is, we had a conversation about hookah. I was like, "Yeah, I love hookah." He was like, "Oh, I got a hookah." Oh, you at my love, house. love hookah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we Ooh. were talking. But he was, <laughs> just kidding. Very head ass. Just kidding. Just kidding. Just just kidding. Hey, just hey, keep going. Just, he heard that. He had a Jordan moment. moment. Yeah, just kidding. No. Wait, a Jordan I feel, moment. Just kidding. I feel why. I feel why he like <laughs> led with what he led with. <laughs> I love this. He said, she fell right into my trap. <laughs> Did I? Okay, continue. Because, finish your story. because afterwards he was like, Oh, so you want to go do hookah at the house? No. Like, that nigga never spoke to me after that. <gasps> like, ever. I have not to this day heard of Like, <laughs> I see him all the time, too. All the time. He was, and the thing is, so he was walking me to my it's car. hookah life. <laughs> he was walking me to her. He's like, So you really not going to come over? No, I'm not coming, not over. coming over. Wait, okay. Chris, I have to stop you because I'm confused. You was the main one talking about you've never experienced a nigga. No, that's why I said. That's why. Yeah, no, I was like, yeah, I actually did. I I think it back that actually did happen to me. So yeah, nah. I was like, no. My thing is, is, hookah is actually saving a lot of y'all niggas. I feel like all y'all niggas got hookahs, and y'all realize that shit. A lot of bitches like hookahs. (laughs) Hookahs a new weed. You know how many people like bitches be getting smoked out for the free? Yeah, that's why y'all got hookah now for the free. But you know what the crazy part is? Um, I today call it reminiscing. Call it having an experience. <laughs> oh, we know what she was doing last week. <laughs> how many how many hookah and chills have you been to? Call <laughs> <laughs> it a nigga ever asked you if you love hookah? Never. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right now, baby, pass me the hookah. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> the hookah, the hookah, the hookah. <laughs> no, um. To kind of talk about, okay, so you know how you said the guy, like, after you turned him down, he didn't talk to you again. That's um, a lot. Today, I saw a quote. I don't know if y'all saw this, by was it Idris Elba? In time. <sighs> <Yeah. laughs> it's going to take me a minute, but Damn. continue. But it was a quote, and it was talking about how, like, people don't know how to handle um, letdowns Mm -hmm. and don't know how to handle um, (laughs) being turned down and rejection. So, like, they think that that's, like, the end-all, be-all. So it's, like, for this guy, he thought, like, okay, I can't talk to her anymore because she rejected me once. But 
I mean, I wish I could find that quote, but basically what he was saying is like, you just have to have like a whole different outlook on life. It was mm-hmm. like, yeah, this door may have closed, but like there's mm-hmm. always going to be a next door that opens. So like, basically he was like, okay, if one person rejects me today, I can go, I can get up tomorrow and meet 10 new people. You know what I'm saying? Oh, and that's kind of the outlook that you have to have on life. But I feel like whenever it comes to men and entitlement, it's like they don't understand. They don't know how to handle rejection. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's, yeah. it's, uh, there's a lot of people that don't know how to handle rejection, though. Mm-hmm. Like, because I don't I don't really take to rejection well either. However, when it comes to men, that's why it's like the male ego is very, like, very fragile. Like, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, it's one of probably, like, listed as one of the most fragile things. So it's like yeah. them getting rejection is just like, damn, she really finna tell me. Like, I got money, dog. I live in yeah, a sky rise in downtown. Some, and she really wants to tell me no. Exactly. Yeah, some dudes hate to hear no. Yeah, like, I mean, that's my favorite word now. I just feel like it's because yeah. a lot of guys, like the male egos, for one, of course, as we all know, is very fragile. But sometimes I feel like it's also kind of like a false pretense. Like a lot of people's confidence is built off insecurities. So it's like they put their they put their confidence into the things they have. So instead of a guy just being like, you know what, I'm a confident person. I know what I have to offer. And if you know what you have to offer inside, nope, nothing could ever break that or take away from that. But when a guy puts his confidence in the type of car that he drives, the type of apartment that he lives in, what he has to offer, when he meets somebody who's not impressed by all that shit, that shit yeah. pisses him off. And then he feels like, if she not falling for this, then she not for me because I have nothing yeah. else to offer. When in reality, mm-hmm. it's just like, nigga, your personality is all I'm really looking for. So if you can make me laugh, you already in the dough. Yeah. But you're too busy worried about if I'm impressed by the type of car that you drive or or I need to know in the first two sentences that you live in Uptown. Like, yeah. ain't nobody checking for that. I don't care. You can live in Frisco and I would still be interested. So mm-hmm. I think that's what it is. Like, a lot of guys tend to have just, like, one selling point. Like, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, a guy will come up to you and just based off of the straight of him being attractive, like, he feels like, oh, she finna, you know, I'm finna yeah. bag this girl. Like, and so it's like, and y'all start talking, you trash, he trash and you dip. Like, nah, my <laughs> nigga, like, you don't have no kind of conversation. Exactly. You don't got no type of intellect. I'm out. Like, you fit, no, that shit don't work like that. Like, you can't have just one thing as a selling point. Even with females, like, what, Nikki? What? <laughs> what, Nikki? What, Nikki? What, Nikki? I just want to be devil's advocate. But the thing is, like, where do you think these men learn this, this, like, this attitude from? There are women out here that are that impressed do care with about those things. Stuff. Yeah. And, and more than likely, they like, there's more women that are impressed by those things. Especially when the, the type of women that you're meeting out on the, like, that nightlife scene in Dallas. You know what I'm saying? So it's yeah. like, you can't really blame these men when all they want to do is be able to compete with their next counterpart let me tell you be your own person because i've met somebody before and he was talking to me about his car and i was like i don't care what you drive no but for you You that's what what i'm saying like you don't care because the thing is like that type of stuff is gonna impress you but i'm telling you like for people that don't have that mentality that does impress them so they're thinking in their head like okay this is a pretty girl um she's from like i'm seeing her out on the nightlife in dallas i'm seeing her out this club so maybe this is what she's impressed by Mm -hmm. so all you can do is kind of take like that one template and go forward with that and try to change it from like you know by the the reaction that you may get but (laughs) okay i see what you're saying nikki but here's why i'm like i'm not i don't really agree because this is my thing even if i feel like i'm like i could feel like i'm the prettiest girl in the room that's not gonna be my selling point if i want a guy to be interested in me like i'm not gonna be like okay well i know i look better than everybody else i already know i can get him no like that's you but that's what I'm saying. Like, it's, that's not you everybody. shouldn't. You shouldn't think like that. Yeah, we shouldn't. But there are women out there that do 
that do lead on their looks and do lead yeah. on lead on their bodies. That's the reason why there are so many women out here that are getting their bodies done because they want to be able to compete with their counterparts. But the question is, that don't don't pull a t- Tory Lanez. My thing is, if who you're looking to impress is the girl who's impressed by these things, don't claim to want a regular girl. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So like, if you meet somebody who's not impressed by all of that, don't internalize that and act like, okay, well she ain't this or things this. I mean, you have only yourself to blame because you've built yourself to only appeal to the type of people who only are interested in these things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's kind of like you low-key set yourself up for failure. So, But I, I think with a lot of these men, like, they look for a certain type of woman, like, in the beginning, like, when they're first, like, starting to date, start first starting to go out. But when it actually comes to, like, settling down, quote-unquote, toy lanes, they want a regular girl. You know what I'm saying? So it just... I think it depends on what kind of moment up. they're in. True. But also, but I'm, I don't know. I, I can relate to Crystal a lot when she says that a lot of guys set themselves up to only have one selling point. Because I feel like guys are just, they paint themselves as this picture and they think that this is what attracts girls to me and that's what they go mm-hmm. for. Because I've been talking to a guy who I'm just like, he would have been regularly nice and I'm just like, okay, chill. And he's like, oh yeah, by the way, I'm a pharmacist. And I'm just like, who cares? Mm-hmm. Okay. Like yeah. you didn't even try to insert mm-hmm. that way into the conversation that I could have even, mm-hmm. yeah, like I where did that come you. from? Like mm-hmm. I didn't even, and I was more put off by that because in my head I'm kind of just like, okay, so. You always lead like this. So it's like you look at yeah, the track so, so, Yeah, so now I'm just like, okay, this I mean, isn't even organic anymore. It's not an organic conversation. Honestly, I'm put off because now I'm just trying to figure out like. Mm-hmm. I guess for me now, like, how do yeah, I naturally like I guess you? for me now that type of stuff does put me off, but I can't say, I can't deny that there wasn't a point in my life where that type of stuff did impress me being younger. Um, you know what I'm saying? Like that type of shit ain't never impressed me. I'm not yeah. gonna lie. I mean, like it's all talk. You know what I mean? Is. It's just like it's that that's say. that's like, talk that you talk to me because you want to get to know me or No, I'm not talking numbers. about just talk. I'm talking about action. I'm talking about like people that actually like put their money where their mouth is. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So it's like that type of stuff is it's it's nice. You know what I'm saying? But way? like Yeah, Nikki, and we'll elaborate. <laughs> <laughs> what y'all mean? What do you, what do you mean put, put their money, put their where, their money mouth where their is. mouth is? Like, explain that. I mean, they, I don't they know. You said put their money where their mouth is? Yeah, like, so they spent money on shoes. It's kind of like that what you would go to. What? <laughs> it's kind of like that cold ass scene where it's like a lot of bitches fucking with niggas with money but ain't getting any. Well, no. That, that wasn't my case. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> 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 but no I feel that I just feel like I don't know I feel like people tell me unnecessary stuff and I feel like when I meet somebody I say as less as possible like yeah. I don't I, mm-hmm. I feel like people say things that they expect you to want to hear like even when that guy said that to me I was just like why are you telling me this like I don't I don't care and so like Michelle said like that's insecurity so it let me know like okay you clearly like associate this like to being like a, a selling point to mm-hmm. girls and I'm telling you that I don't care like I literally was like I don't care and I rolled my eyes because I was like why are you talking to me about this and it's crazy because it's just like so many people do really like lean on things that they have to make them feel like or give them the confidence mm-hmm. to do certain things and it's like that's a problem like I you kind of need Dallas to in general. no yeah. it's definitely Dallas for sure yeah you see the way people that's, move that's every big city like yeah. you know what I'm saying like yeah. Dallas got a, I used to think Houston had a bad Dallas is getting like bad for that everyone yeah, wants to keep up with the Joneses like let's be honest like everyone's trying to have the this, the best car mm-hmm. everyone's trying to have more bottles pop that night than everybody else you know everyone's trying to have the next bad bitch like it's just it's the same rotating circle here in Dallas unfortunately I feel that yeah that's a lot of places though yeah for sure that's I, yeah. like I said every major city has every something ma- like that going yeah. on. Yeah, every major city has something like that going on. Everyone's trying to keep up with everybody. That's just society in general. I it's going to be a shift, though. Something's going to change. You like, think? 
I mean, because I feel like the scene has been like this for a minute. I feel like something's gonna change. Like, what's gonna be the next, like, the next thing? You know, okay. you know what? You're probably right. <laughs> oh, I know we, we just talked t- about that. I know we didn't <laughs> touch base on this, but like, like, have y'all seen um, Kanye's church clothes and like, yeah? And I feel like that's kind of what people are gonna go to. It's like they want to look. I don't want to say homeless. Like, they want to look like a certain type of way. You know what I'm saying? They want to look like they don't have Money. stature. Kind of like the do- boy next door look with the, like... Yeah, I don't know the, what like, that is. The nerdy. Like, not the nerdy, but, like, the boy next door, clean but, cut, nerdy But the thing look. about it is with Kanye West, and I need to derail this, it's crazy because Kanye West's whole, like, Yeezy and all this stuff was really just a social experiment. Like, he came out and basically said, like, the consumerism is, like, so dead. Like, he was like, at the end of the day, we're slaves to consumerism. He came out with it a whole rant did all this stuff start talking about how like there's no like freedom or creativity mm-hmm. like everything is just stolen no one really owns anything he literally called us slaves and then he put out this line that was like slavery slavery mm-hmm. and, and he and he was like and I he felt, sold it i thought kind was like was like listen let me tell y'all how, how bad consumerism has gotten like i could put out anything i could put out rags and, and, and cars yeah. and, they and they'll sell it i could pull out church clothes and literally tell you it's church clothes and y'all will buy it mm-hmm. like his, if you really like look into it and look read into like what Kanye West talks about and how he puts out his music and how he even puts out his clothes, like he's almost genius. Like his entire mm-hmm. yeah. brand is a social like he's actually mm-hmm. kind of smart for it. But the thing like, is, it bothers mm-hmm. me because I was in the mall over the weekend and I saw these young boys like, and they all had these Yeezy boosts in their in their bags, and I'm just like Yeezy boosts come a lot. Like, don't get me wrong, they look nice, but it's just like. For me personally, I don't care how something looks at this point. Like it's really about like the context behind it. Nobody cares about that stuff. Not, I'm not saying nobody, but like that, especially with younger. You just said younger guys. Like they don't they don't care about that kind no. of stuff. If it looks cool, it looks cool. It's crazy. I just seen somebody in the Yeezy slides the other day, and I remember just looking at them and just being like, "These are legit, just puffy ass, blank ass." <laughs> like they're like nothing about Crocs. this. <laughs> no, like I was literally just looking at them, and I was just like. You really went out and bought these just just because they're easy, yeah. literally. But because if these were sold in Walmart, you wouldn't even look twice. Nothing about this is appealing. Like it's, I don't know. So y'all say it's gonna be a shift. I don't think so. I feel like I don't we're getting. I, so I feel like we've already started sipping the Kool Aid. At this point, only thing left to do is you know. I don't know. Y'all watch Jonestown. Y'all know what's next. What's Jonestown? Jonestown. Oh lord. Y'all never heard of Jonestown? Yes, Michelle. But <laughs> that's where sipping the Kool Aid comes from. I need y'all to be a little bit more woke. <laughs> we know what Spider Jones- know. You know what I'm talking about, Spider? We know Jonestown. <laughs> Jesus. She don't. She just talking. I don't. <laughs> I'm not even on front. Mm-hmm. I don't. Anyway, yeah. Like, t- everyone took a shot of like poison and died. It's the cult. Yeah, they all yeah. drank the Kool-Aid and they all died as a team. Cyanide. Cult. Anyway. Like we're just getting older, so we're getting we're becoming more exposed to things. This has been here ever since. We're just now in an age where now we're seeing it more often now. We're paying attention. Yeah, like this has always been here. But, but like you our know, siblings went through this too. Like, yeah, I feel out like of it. I feel like at like when you grow, there comes a point where you can either go left, or you can go right. Mm-hmm. Red pill, blue pill. Yeah, like I feel like blue. Please, there's just like two roads that you can go down, and some people take the wrong road. You know what but I'm the saying? crazy part is some people I feel like are even led to the wrong road. You know what I mean? At a young age. Because I feel like when we were younger, we at least kn- knew there were two roads. You know what I mean? But nowadays, it's like, I don't know. It's kind of like the same thing. Not even take this le- left. Like, for instance, like, even thinking about prison reform. Like, I've never really thought about prison reform, like, in a way that's just like, okay, 
about like how bad it really is. Mm-hmm. But if you think about it like this, like, do you know that like, like for instance, once if you ha- if if you, people in prison cannot vote, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But that their population counts towards the voting power of a state. Mm-hmm. So there can be millions of people who affect the voting power of those people who are free, but they're not even allowed to vote. Mm-hmm. So those people benefit from having prisons in their state and in their district, mm-hmm. but those prisoners don't get to, de- to benefit right. from being in that district. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like things like this when I say, like, I don't know. Things like that just made me think about how, like, you think that you are choosing a road, but in general, like, at the end of the day, society chooses for you because society benefits from you choosing the wrong road. Society benefits from African-Americans who are underrepresented going down those holes and not getting the those education they deserve. And not being able to come you know what I mean? Out. And prioritizing, like, money and all that stuff over investing in ownership and entrepreneurship. Like, this whole idea of entrepreneurship is so new. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. To African-Americans. And still, it's not really that value. Because I know some people who have bought designer before they bought a stock. You know what I mean? And that's real. And that's something that we don't see. There, I know somebody who, when they turned 18, got had $30,000 in their trust fund. $30,000 in their trust fund. When they turned 18, that was their graduation gift. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Imagine that tuition pay. When you graduate, the first thing you're doing is we have money to invest in your first business. Mm-hmm. That's something that we, as African-Americans, we don't even strive to have that for our kids. You know, mm-hmm. so it's just like that's what I mean when I say like the roads are sometimes chose for you. Yeah. <clears throat> so yeah, that was my rant for the day. I'm sorry, guys. We Thank you for listening to my TED talk. Off topic. <laughs> <laughs> we went from niggas with ego <laughs> <laughs> to prison reform. I'm not sure how we even got there. <laughs> so I know we like we've been all over the world today with all of our topics, but I need to ask y'all a question, okay? Okay. So let's say that y'all like the guy that you're 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 rocking with at the moment or whatever invites you out to the club, okay? And he's like, "Yeah, bring your homegirls." Da, da, First da, da. no. <laughs> First no. He, he's like, "Bring your homegirls. Y'all no come out. Raps. We got a section. Y'all have fun." Mm-hmm. So you get there, everything's cool. Y'all are vibing, you know. And let's say it's your homegirl. Like you know how y'all sometimes come with that mindset. Like, no, we gonna turn the fuck up tonight. Like. <laughs> Like we going like we going all the way out. <laughs> so your homegirl, you know, she's just picking up the bottle, shots out the bottle, da 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 da. And then you being the observant one, you're looking around and you see everyone around just kinda like looking at your homegirl. And <laughs> <laughs> she didn't touch that bottle too much. Like, ooh, like every time she picks up that bottle and it goes to her mouth, you're just like everyone's just kind of looking at her you know what i'm saying so now the guy that that invited you out he comes to you he's like hey it's not your boyfriend no (laughs) did she not say boyfriend the guy you've been talking to like you rock with so the guy you rock with he comes to you he's just like hey so rock with are we friends are we talking like y'all are talking okay so this is the guy you're talking to or whatever he comes to you he's like hey like you know i didn't really want to say nothing but you know my friends like they keep bringing it up, but you know your homegirl. She's like kind of going through these bottles kind of quick. <laughs> That's not like the petty kind of girl. You a petty ass nigga. Bye. Next. <laughs> but like, what? Like, what would you say to your friend in that moment? I'm not saying anything to my friend. 
No, I, well, it, it, it depends. Like, if she's drunk and belligerent, then yeah, girl, slow down. But niggas, y'all need to catch up. With the bottle, no, you can't take the like, bottle out, why, drink it. And that's another thing. Why did you invite us out to a section to just be watching and observing and not partaking in the turn up? I mean, this is like the you, the bottle has to stay um, in the yeah, club. Yeah, like, like we got to get rid of this finished. bottle by 2 o'clock. So, so if you're not going to drink it, I'm for sure going to drink it. And, but you know what's crazy? I actually Dang. have been out and watched people babysit bottles. And it's the dumbest thing I've ever seen because by the time it hits 156, all of a sudden now you trying to pour shots to everybody's mm-hmm. mouths no like no. let somebody y'all brought the bottles mm-hmm. to someone to drink it right yeah. now I may not say nothing but I may just be like I know myself I'll be like man I feel like they low key like feeling some kind of way so I would chill on the bottle for a little bit come yeah. up and have my friend look crazy but please believe like Scoping a scene, yeah, looking exactly. to see if I know somebody else with a section. Because guess who's about to get the fuck out? This is the thing, also, too. Like, I, and I, I don't mean for this to come off any kind of way, but I'm not gonna lie. Like, you know what friends you can really just bring out. Not everybody's like a club person. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's just like. You know, like, if your friend who doesn't like being out, don't invite her to the club. Like, she's just going to sit there and not going to have a good time. Yeah. And she's going to look like a square. If you know your friend cannot handle liquor and just, you know, she wants to fight everybody, yeah. don't bring that girl to the club. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you know your girl's going to get sloppy drunk, don't bring her to the club. Like, that's like you really got to, like, know your friends and know who you can bring. Like, not everybody can just come out and just rock on the same energy as you. So you just gotta be. Careful. I feel like when it comes what, to the niggas, Nikki? I feel like when it comes to the dudes, I think just peep the scene. Like, okay, like have that conversation with me outside of the club. You're not gonna have that conversation with me in it's the like, club yeah. and expect oh. me to say something. Just take your L for that night and bring that up to me later. Even then, I still don't want you to bring it up. Just don't invite me yeah, out again. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's but it. like to address it in that moment, is it really that deep? Because I promise Niggas, you, that would have brought you. If would have brought that up to me that night, I probably would have no. went. I'm talking about crazy. she going through bottles. Like, I mean. What? Going how through she bottles like about finishing herself? bottles yeah, what order okay, bottles whoa. then nigga like, what if you she put pick, it in that what context what if she like what if she picks up a bottle of champagne and she like puts it straight to her oh, mouth oh, oh see, see, <laughs> see stuff like that no lips that that he, he don't even come to me about that completely I'd be like I already told I already said something like, <laughs> like I'll already be like chill yeah, like not it's even. champagne sis not even that like <laughs> not even if you know maybe because I know my friends if you know this is somebody who I rock with like that it's already a different sort of etiquette that we we gonna handle ourselves a little bit different in here. Like mm-hmm. we not gonna be acting crazy. We not gonna be acting thirsty. We not gonna be reaching for bottles. Yeah. When the champagne comes, you don't even touch it. You wait for somebody to pour you a glass. <laughs> exactly. We not take. We not taking. Uh, we not drinking out the bottle, sis. Yeah. This ain't our section. <laughs> refer good. back to the section etiquette. <laughs> refer back to, to episode, episode whatever. Uh, Black History is canceled. canceled. Yeah. Please, because um, don't. Since we're talking about etiquette, <laughs> y'all, I need some advice on this text. I for just sure. got. It's going to make you read out loud anyways. Mm-hmm. So there is this guy that has been trying to holler at me, y'all, for a long time. <laughs> okay? When I say long, I mean long. Mm-hmm. And at this time, like, you know, I had my other thing going on. So, like, I just, like, politely declined it. You know what I'm saying? So this guy back in February has the nerve to be like, you know, you're always beautiful, and I want to let you know I always cared about you, but we're just not meant for each other. Right. And like okay. in my head, I'm like, okay, like <laughs> that makes you feel better. I'm yeah, not okay. With you, but okay. Now, fast forward to today, he sends me a wedding invitation to his huh? <gasps> his wedding. What he's getting married? Yeah, he's what? getting married. Do you know the girl? He's what? getting married. No, let me see. He, what it's, it's, is really it's good? His wedding invitation. Yes. Damn. What? The audacity, <laughs> bitch. Why didn't you? Hey. Why did you even invite me though? 
audacity bastard. <laughs> <laughs> See, the entitlement. You think I'm gonna come? No, first, I'm first off, my nigga. That's petty. You know, that is petty. No, Wait, yeah. this is his wedding invitation? Yeah. Like, first off, you gonna waste seventy five dollars ahead on me? But okay, so that text message that he sent before was that out of con- like? Were that was even, in February. That was, was it randomly random. Maybe like, his wife. We, we have not. Maybe that was his wife. Like, we have not talked. We have like it was to the point where like he was blowing me up so much that I had to start ignoring him. You know, I had to tell him like you actually. So have maybe to chill. that February shit was his wife. Like, I don't think so. Like going through your phone we gonna settle this right now cause yeah. we about to get married I need so you who to, is this girl I need you tell to tell her you're not meant for her yeah. <laughs> like no y'all that's to the point where I wasn't Damn. replying I just think he he let me see is he African yes oh he found somebody and got married and wanted to be spiteful and sent her that invitation Damn. people move quickly he First quickly. off, this old PowerPoint he ass was invitation. My nigga, are you sure he get married? Looks like it was made it on like Canva. Made <laughs> Not even Canva, but this how it looked like it was made on Publisher. Not even. Yeah, like he, I feel like he did all that just to make you mad, Nikki. And I was just like, he's what? like, I'm gonna just get engaged and then send her an invitation. See, I'm not gonna lie, this don't look real. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So basically, y'all are telling me just not to reply. Keep it. What? what? Nikki for what? Why would you? What are you gonna say? What are you gonna say? Congratulations. I'll be there. <laughs> <laughs> Tell him you'll be there, Nikki. <laughs> if you want to respond, I would have missed this for the world. He's yeah. Like I knew this would get your attention. So I'm how so happy. Been? I'm so happy for you. I'm uh, glad you found love. I'm just. Like, I'm so happy. <laughs> That's not happy, a real happy. invitation. Apple, it doesn't even happy. look real. Yeah, it doesn't look real. It looks I'm not very lie. makeshift. Mm. <laughs> when you get married, send him the proposal video. Loki, just send him the ring. Send him the ring. I've married. <laughs> I was married now. Nah. Like, congrats! I just got married. Hell <laughs> oh, yeah, no. Okay, congrats! Oh my gosh, me. welcome to the married club, <laughs> bitch ass nigga. <laughs> Finally, thought you'd never get married. <laughs> thought you'd never find a girl. Ooh, I'm so happy. You're not gonna tell you the guy I was seeing. It's serious now. <laughs> I actually, Nikki, the next episode we need an update for what happened when you sent him a finger yeah, with a ring, on, a picture with a ring on your finger. Yeah, I got a ring I can put on. Hell yeah, I can, I can buy a video. Girl, I can send you. I actually have a video. If you girl, want, if you don't go to Tiffany's and stunt, <laughs> I got a ring I can send you, girl. Okay, y'all send me that because I don't got nothing to show. Let me pull it up. <laughs> I got you, girl. All right, y'all. Wow. <laughs> All right. Uh, Sorry, y'all. Nice. <laughs> That's why yeah. I hope you did. I was trying to chew it first. Anyways. All right, y'all. So this wraps up another episode with the Petty Party crew. Thank you guys for listening. Make sure that you guys follow us on Twitter. Petty Party Pod. Make sure you also follow us on Instagram, pettyparty.podcast. And if you are live listening, make sure you use the hashtag Petty Party Podcast. Also, comment on the SoundCloud. Whatever you can do to interact, we're seeing it. So, oh, if we don't repost this time, you know, like you said earlier, we are out of the country. So, um, there's that. But signing out, this is Crystal. Bye, guys. It's Egabor. Bye, y'all. It's your girl, Michelle, a.k.a. Egypt, if you nasty. Bye, guys. It's your girl, Lamacolette. And it's just Nick, and we're out. Give Bye. me a P. Give me a P. Give me a E. Give me a T. T. Y. I'm petty all the time.